0: This entrepreneur has made $50 million by never eating breakfast and working out only twice a week. Yet he has the movie star body of Bruce Wayne. Thank you to the family at Bodog. You're making this happen for us. Listen to his story now.
1: They know that I go flip mode when I bust the rhymes. Man's on a different thing. when I told him a hundred times. I did a bunch of crimes and none of them were done for the vine. So you can take that bullshit and stick that where the sun don't shine. The summer's up, it's about to get real cold. Late nights in the studio with the bros. Welcome back to the mbh podcast. Money buys happiness. Guys, before we get into it, you already know what to do. Like, subscribe, do the duties, fucking comment, fucking dislike it, whatever you want, to be honest. We hate don't give comments, a fuck. love comments. <laughs>
0: hate comments. We, we love, love them the hate all. Comments. We love them all, guys.
1: But uh special episode today. Alright, the boys are in Miami. Um, and sorry i have to say if you see the, the the double stash the double stash is crazy right now there's a reason behind it. if you watch the vlog you'll you'll find out so you know what i mean just just keep that in mind and <laughs> so, where we at who, who we with what's we going in on south beach right now right yep south beach yep
0: Greg gallagher yes keno body yep the bruce wayne mm. of toronto canada yes but we're here in miami what's up brother what's going on bro my guy doing, bro? we've been trying to make this happen for a minute
2: we've been yeah we've been chatting about making this happen months ago in toronto but you know what i think the move is to do it in miami everything happens for a reason bro
0: energy here is amazing and i think that's the first thing i want to talk to you about i want to talk to you about miami and and i know you've been coming out here a lot um why you've been coming out to miami and, and what do you like
2: about it yeah yeah so i actually first came here for extended period of time literally a year ago okay canada toronto went into a freaking another lockdown yeah okay after two or three years we went back into lockdown (laughs) when everyone knew this was complete garbage and i was like there's no freaking way i'm staying in toronto i'm not i'm not doing this This is complete bullshit yeah um and i booked a flight to miami i was in i was toronto you were locked in your apartment i come to miami okay (laughs) i i i get in i go to a restaurant and it is a freaking vibe like everyone's everyone's sitting down having dinner people are happy i'm like where is this (laughs) where's the shit you know um and i i kind of fell in love with miami the energy i like the way they handled uh this their their little they handled kind of stuff yep um And, uh, dude, the weather is amazing here. Yeah. Miami's actually supposed to have like the most fit population. Actually. Yes. People really value care
0: about their fitness. We always say that we, uh, that's something we noticed right off the bat. So that that makes sense that
2: you're here as well. A hundred percent. And I also like, dude, I love being outside. Like I want to spend, you know, as much time outside in the summer in Toronto. I like work out outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bring the weights out and it just, dude, it's so much better than being inside. So Miami, I can, dude. I feel way better here. You got your mannequin outside too that you're just dummying yeah. at all times. Yeah, The, the <laughs> boxing, the boxing. Yeah. But
0: I think, like, yeah. I mean, we always try to explain to people, like, because they're always asking us, like, what it's like in Miami, like, why you guys always go in there. What, what's what's the what's the shtick? What's the big shtick? And it's just mm. like
2: it's energy, man. And then, like, you're here, the sun's out. So you know what's funny? Okay, I used to spend a lot of time in L.A. I had yeah. one foot in Toronto, one foot in L.A. And like, I went back to L.A. a couple years ago, and I. I got into like Los Angeles. I went to see some friends and it just didn't feel the same. It's not the mm-hmm. same. It, you know it's not the same. We were we were there like what?
0: 3 4 months ago Yeah, then, yeah. we went a couple times the past year and we're like the energy, wait, bro. The, that was the energy first time was, too. was bullshit. And yeah. you hear LA, you hear about it all yeah. the time. Oh my god, city of dreams and you can you can blow up there and we went there and it was like it was like a dystopia. Yeah. It was like I was like wait, this is like this is like Toronto. <laughs> I know. It's like yeah. I was like
2: I was like I I literally do not get any bit excited to go into LA. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to Miami, I get excited. Mm-hmm. People are freaking nice here. Yeah. It's just a great,
0: great feel. It's hard to be upset here, you know? Like in Toronto, like you yeah. wake up and you're like, if you're already going to have a bad day, yeah. plus it's just gray outside, no sun. Yeah. Plus not many people are tr- like really friendly. You're, it's it's bad. But here you can have like, you could be having a shitty day. You look outside, mm-hmm. the sun's out.
2: The water's yeah. there. The, the, wa- beach, the ocean, the, ocean. the, the beach, oh. even like the... You know, even when I was walking to dinner last night, you just smell like the ocean breeze. Mm. The you salt, feel it, bro. Yeah, water just. So dude, yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah.
0: anyone that's listening. It makes sense why we're all here right now, right? But we got to talk about your brand, Kino yeah. Body, right? We're money by happiness, so we're all about business and and how you've built what you've done. And I th- I've I've read a little bit about your story. I think it's super interesting, super inspiring. So maybe take us back to when you first got involved in fitness or or inspired by fitness. So
2: I was sort of anomaly. When I was like six years old, I was already drawn into this idea of fitness. Wow. I had an action figure, a Batman action figure, and I was like mesmerized. I'm like, shit, I want to look like that. I want to have like the shoulders and the ripped abs. And uh, I asked my father, I was like, hey, can I ever because when you're six years old, you don't understand how the body works. You don't understand yeah. like lifting and nutrition. Yeah. And I was like, Can I ever look like that? He's like, Yeah, I just gotta work out and eat right. And I'm like, why doesn't any everyone do this? Like, I'll, I gotta do some push-ups, I'm gonna look more jacked. Yeah. Like, who is who's not doing it? So to me, the initial thought with fitness was it's very weird not to take advantage of it. It's yeah. very weird not to like work out, eat right, because it has such a massive payoff. Um, and so when I was six, I think I just started waking up a bit earlier with my dad doing push-ups and sit-ups. Wow. As six years, as six crazy. years old, you holy, holy insane, fuck, dude. six yeah. year old. Okay. And it was like the the motivation was just the idea that we can become stronger. We yes. can become more powerful, we can look better. And I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What was yeah.
0: your dad saying at that point? He's like, Yes, let's do it. Let's, yeah he's like let's he was probably
2: pumped he was pumped for me yeah. like there's not many other species you know if you think about like dogs they can't go and lift weights yeah they're yeah. kind of born the way they are their environment dictates it a little bit but humans we have so much potential yes you know Definitely. our bodies are so wired for adaptation so we can actually like make such a profound difference yes well i've never even heard someone say that before no
1: but it's a fact it's not like like you said not like fucking dogs are like hey let me just run a couple extra miles so i can okay. get a little more yeah fire. we're kind of the only ones that know that i think wow to, to kind of understand that at that age is crazy
0: and and like even at that time right i think like okay a six seven year old now can be exposed to more things and see that and be like oh i want to be jack like and now you yeah. see on the internet there's seven year olds doing push-ups <laughs> doing chin-ups and shit but at that age mm. that's that's very impressive, right? Well, so all I
1: guess, you need is a fucking Batman fucking figurine. That's it.
0: Get get you fired up. Get yourself a Batman figurine out there. Um so I guess from from that from that age, I mean you're in school and stuff. Are you playing sports?
2: I was I was hockey was a big part of my life when I was very, very young. Uh when I was a kid, you know, I'd play four days a week and I, I liked hockey. Okay. Um and then at twelve or thirteen, as I started to lift weights and train, I just kind of fell in love with working out. And I'd read everything I could. I'd try different workout routines. I'd record every workout. I'd see what worked, see what didn't. I'd pursue different goals. I for some time I focused quite a bit on running, um, nice. but I became more drawn to fitness, and I played around with different martial arts. But I keep my, my love, my passion, my drive was really in training and lifting and all that transforming the body yeah transforming the body yeah was
1: like was there a thought for you at any point like as you're in your teens like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be a professional hockey player i'm gonna do this like what like career wise
2: like as a kid what did you think you'd be doing so at like 15 16 it kind of dawned on me i was like i could you know i could and here's what i believe i believe life is very very short yeah Yeah. and deep down if you're being completely honest with yourself you want to you want to do you know you want to do what you're meant to do And I could see like as 15, 16, you kind of see the path unfold for yourself, your peers, you know, what your society expects of you, parents, so on and so forth. And I was like, man, how cool would it be to like for my life to be about fitness for me to help people transform. And so the seed was planted. Um, now the obvious path for fitness then was to be a personal trainer. And at the time I was like, that would be really, really cool. Train clients. That would be really, really awesome. Um, and at 16, I actually started to like, I did my, I, I did my, one of my, the personal training certifications, but I wasn't actually old enough for it to really count, but okay. I did like the exam and stuff like okay. that. And then, um, I started working at a gym and then I started training clients when I was 18. Um, and then that was when like, I was like, after a year of training clients, I was like, you know what, this is cool. Like I definitely scratched that itch but I want something way bigger. Mm-hmm. I want to go further. I want to have a bigger impact. Like training client after client, um just felt like you know, some people love that and and great for them, but I just it just felt a little bit too trivial. Okay. I want to I want to wake up every day and feel like I was building my dreams, getting closer to my goals as opposed to wake up every day to, you know, train some clients. So yeah. were you
0: getting like I guess from the the one-on-one training or whatever you were doing, you're getting some some fulfillment from it. You're like, "Damn, like these people are changing their habits, they're transforming, but maybe you were like, I want to help more. I need I, to impact more people than this.
2: Yeah. That was sort of how I I've, mean
0: in one day, how many people can you possibly train?
2: Yeah. And it's gets exhausting. Like if you're, can if imagine. you're training like six people in a day, it's actually pretty, it's pretty mm-hmm. exhausting. Cause so you're not just like standing there counting reps. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta talk with, to them. You gotta, you know yeah. you gotta help them bring out some weights. <laughs> you gotta you're that's, like, that's like, real work it's
1: the <laughs> the this is easy yeah, <laughs> but you're like gonna like like throw therapist. me on a podcast yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like personal trainers are <laughs> it's true though. it's true I feel like personal trainers are kind of similar to like barbers in the sense of like you're like a fucking therapist yeah. half the time yeah you know, people are just like spitting their problems at you you're like okay let's go come on yeah. do your you're fucking ups. let's go you know I remember when I was
2: like 18, 19 I was training clients I remember being so oblivious if a girl was actually into me There this one female client and she kept telling me about oh i had this date she's always telling me about these dates she's making little comments and i was like oh yeah that's great like you know yeah he sounds seems really cool and it, everything was just going way yeah. over my head <laughs> you were just dialed just, you were just, dialed, just, i was completely dialed bro i was like way over
3: you know You're just
0: way too dialed um yeah. so i guess i mean even with the content like where did when did the content start with you like when did you start i guess creating on youtube and, and ig so and why yeah,
2: as well yeah my first mentor uh rusty moore
0: okay
2: he uh he was he had a website called Fitness Black Book at the time, um, and he did blog articles. And so I learned from him, and I started doing content in 2011. I'd, I'd write articles that would rank on Google, Wow! and then I started to like write articles when like an actor got in shape, like Daniel Craig, uh, Casino Royale, oh, yeah. or Skyfall. I'd write how to, uh, at the time Skyfall came out, I think it was in 2011 or something like that, and I wrote like how to build a body like Daniel Craig and, and Skyfall, the portion and stuff like that. And my website really started taking off, and then I didn't even care about doing YouTube or stuff like that. And so YouTube, I just did videos to support like the the article. So if I was doing an article on you know how to get six pack abs, this and that, I'd film a video, put it in the article, and my website was getting some action. Like it was actually getting uh you know pretty solid action. I think it was like eighty. 80,000 plus visits a month, which yes. at the time as a young kid, it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is working. Everything was working. But then like, I started to like, I was like, man, I'm spending all day writing these damn articles. <laughs> I spent two, five minutes filming a, a YouTube video and it's getting the same amount. Yeah. yeah. So I just kind of was like, you know what? Like I got to put more energy into the YouTube stuff. Yes. Um, Cause it was like such little work for massive upside. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I started to kind of move uh, more in line with like doing YouTube. Okay. Um, and Instagram, I had an insta. my sister told me about Instagram when I was 21. Uh, so literally 10 years ago. So whatever that was, 2013. And I had Instagram just kind of like, she's like, oh, you should really use it to like kind of market yourself. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And then I, I met an, a female fitness influencer betty rocker or whatever that she was really big on instagram she's like she's like gregory like you're you have this fitness brand this is not for your personal this is for your brand you gotta start posting i was like and this is crazy because i post so much shirtless content but at the time i was like nervous i "I don't want to post a shirtless photo my friends follow me like i don't (laughs) want to that was that point in social media where people didn't know what it. they didn't know what it was yeah Yeah. Yeah. what can
0: i post what are people gonna say so you were at that time yeah
2: yeah and then i just i kind of just went all in on posting on instagram every day doing youtube and and, you know, I'm a very goal-oriented person. I like with social media, like, you can, like, you know, hit certain goals, certain amount of views, yes. the followers. You can see it. You can yes. see the result, like, very, very clearly. So, you know, the social media stuff, like, I kind of got pretty focused on it. And the amount of, the impact it had on my brand my business the ability to connect with my followers or customers so easily see their messages see what they like you know see their results and then my instagram just became like a machine of just getting of everyone was just sending me their transformations people from years were doing my programs they sent me their before and afters and i just got so many like results and then yeah was that your
1: first product essentially like the 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 programs that was like your first like thing that you sold online the
2: very first thing i sold online was were, were like programs i actually wrote like a uh, a very simple program years and years ago before anything, no one probably, maybe, you know.
1: You were the first guy doing it, bro. I'll tell you straight yeah, up. Yeah, I remember, yeah. you. Yeah. like, I remember That's it was crazy. your program. I think I even fucking tried to do it. I think it went on and you you answered like a survey. And yeah, told you like the, what quiz, to, the, the, the quiz the, the, yeah, quiz, yeah, okay, the okay. quiz you know quiz you you were the first guy I bro. was it's funny, guy. it's funny it's
2: funny cuz everything i did in business happened completely organically cool. I, at first i wasn't really trying to like monetize or make money i was just writing articles on my w- website and i was just thinking long term and then i kept writing these articles and i'd share some workouts and people people would comment on the article Dude, I've been doing this workout for four weeks. I've never got such good results. And then the next comment I'd start getting was like, you need to create your own program. I'm like, oh shit, people actually want to buy a program from me. Because mm. I built so much goodwill and I was giving so much value. This is kind of the first lesson I learned in business is that the more value you give, of course, the more people want to like give you value back. Yes. yes. Um and so givers gain. Givers gain. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I was like, you know what? I spent some time. I put together uh, you know, a shredding guide on how to get lean. I it was it was super simple, twenty pages long. I didn't charge $19.99. I charged twenty bucks, twenty pages. This is how you get shredded. And I launched it. And dude, I was like, I was like twenty, and like people were buying it like crazy. I was like, Mm. holy shit. I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) And then I was like, if so, facts. If I just build up a a bigger brand, bigger email list, more traffic, more eyeballs, then I can ten x my income. I can whatever. And so that was. First it's just a numbers, yeah. numbers it's game. It's a numbers point. game, But I yeah. think
0: what you did well is, as well is, is you paid attention to your community. Yeah. Which a lot of people kind of just, it goes over their head. They're like, oh, well, they bought it, fuck it. I don't care what they say now. But yeah. the fact that you are interacting with your community, oh, this is this is the transformation you did. Oh, this is the feedback that you have on my product or my program. I think that that made a huge difference made, too. You know
2: and I think a lot of people that want to get into fitness, kind of do something in line of what, with what I'm doing, don't realize the amount of work that I put in forming formulating my fitness approach failing years like hours of research a day and then also when i started kind of doing my brand i would spend four or five hours a day just emailing people that emailed me that's the work they don't see see that four or five hours a day i didn't even i didn't even realize that i spent that much time but i remember my one of my first girlfriends um annie she was like she was like She told me, she's like, you used to spend like five, six hours a day emailing your clients. Wow. (laughs) And even when we're hanging out, I'd have her come over, hang out. And then I'd be emailing people all day. (laughs) And I was like, I don't, I I didn't remember I spent that much time, but literally I was like so dialed in and, uh, and most people, like a lot of people in the fitness, what they're selling is they're just trying to get the sale. Their product quality is not very, very good. And for me, I just love people saying, "Dude, I bought your program. It freaking works. I yeah. love it. I'm, I'm, you know, I started seeing results. I like, I loved seeing the impact it was making. Yeah. Um, and the results that people were getting, and that getting that feedback just made me so much more empowered and and driven to build the content to, you know, well, to- you have
0: longevity in your brand at that point because like if someone mm-hmm. has a bad experience. They're probably not going to come back
2: a hundred and you realize
0: that at a young age, which I think yeah. going back to it a lot of, in any industry, I think a lot of people are just trying to get that first sale because they think that it's just a huge world where they can continue to sell to people at one time.
2: Right. Would you say yeah, would I didn't you- I didn't honestly I didn't I didn't understand people that were just selling kind of crap. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, for sure, they're getting terrible feedback They're getting people pissed off. And I just I don't get but how you do that. Term, you do it's that not long term. You can It's not. It's short because term.
0: When you get that second product out, people remember. Yeah. Right? Would you
1: say? Would you say that was like your first big business win? Like the the program. Um,
2: the program was definitely absolute clear proof. I have something here, mm-hmm. and it was you know bringing me enough money to to support you know um more of a you know my lifestyle at the time, which wasn't very very much at all. Um, but it was definitely like strong proof. Yeah. Um. And then when I did like more content, more YouTube stuff, when I did that quiz, and I had multiple programs. I had sort of like a funnel. Um, that was when things went like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: okay. Like what, like what are we talking here? Like numbers wise, like, so
2: I mean at 20, 20, 19, I started my business 20. I launched my first program 21, 22, 23. I kind of was building my like fat loss program, warrior shred, Greek God. And then at 24, 23 24 I started like really getting my youtube dialed and then basically I said like everything I've done has been organic people kept asking me every day Greg you got all these different programs I don't know what program to do I don't know what program to do and I'd answer these emails that, like I said I spent five six hours answering emails okay I'm answering the same question a thousand times yeah <laughs> let me figure something out here and so I was like you know what I'm gonna make a quiz mm. where you answer these select questions and I'll tell you exactly which program to do. And I, and I would record them Like I'd have like six different videos depending on the physique result you get. People watch the video, like, holy shit, I feel like you, you know me so well. Describe <laughs> <Yeah>. my problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah, man, you're skinny fat. It's tough. Like people think you must have abs. You take your shirt off and it's like, Shh, it's a painful place to be, <laughs> yeah. but we can solve it. Here's yeah. exactly, you know, and people would buy these programs like crazy. And so I, I was like 23, 24 and we're doing like hundred, 120 K a month. Wow. Without a dollar spent on ads and That's- my costs were nothing. And you're just pumping content. Well, it was and just, just the you. customer service. Card. Yeah, it was just it was just you. It's just me. You That's know? crazy. I had a couple guys behind the scenes that definitely like helped kind of keep things for sure. You know, but it was like very, very high profit business. Yeah. And uh
1: but like from a brand perspective. Like you were the face of the brand. You were the guy doing the content. Yeah. Like it's not like you needed this you crazy. Need guy talking to them as well. Yeah, the answering the emails. Yeah. Like that's there was maybe impressive.
2: three people behind the scenes. Yeah. Wow. Maybe three. Yeah. That's, at that point. Yeah, at that point. And you're what,
1: 23, 24? You said 23,
2: 23, 24.
1: Are you kinda <laughs> like crazy. are you kinda like <laughs> tripping out? Like, oh fuck, okay. This is this is like kind <laughs> w- of crazy. What's good, boys? We have to pause this episode to give you guys a very important message, okay? The Super Bowl just ended yesterday. Crazy result. But that doesn't mean we're not betting we're not dropping parlays we're not having fun on bodog okay the party never ends the boys are firing and everything's still running we got all soccer back we still got hockey we still got basketball we got important times for both of those mlb is about to come up and of course ufc is always popping up so we're not done just because football's done doesn't mean we're done no no we're just getting started we're just getting started we're just all getting right. started and
0: if you are a canadian and you sign up to bodog today you will get a $400 welcome bonus, right? That means they're matching up to $400 of your money. Yep. Two bills, three bills, put 50 bucks, three, whatever you can. Bet responsibly. They're going to give you 50 free casino spins, all yep. right? It's pretty straightforward. They're just giving you free shit. Come join the boys, bet with the boys, and don't forget to use crypto when you withdraw or deposit. It makes it super easy, super quick to take out money, put
1: in money. Lightning speeds. Yep. And with that, yep, let's get back to this episode.
2: You know what? It was like the growth was like very consistent. And then once that funnel happened, I started putting more into YouTube. It was just like, a, we had a, one year, it just five X And and you know what? Like, uh, it was I'm trying to think like, if I, like I, just felt normal i don't yeah, know yeah, I, yeah. it felt really really cool i was like holy shit i started buying random ass shit. I Started or <laughs> hoverboards and
3: <laughs> weird you know
2: <laughs> my family's like what the hell is greg doing you know
0: <laughs> like, weird they, shit was <laughs> what was your <laughs> family saying though the whole time as you were as you were building though
2: um they were like uh so at the very beginning they're like you need to go to school
3: sure of this course. is not gonna classic, work out classic. yeah this
2: is not gonna work out i had another family member Another family friend that has done very, very well for himself. He's in LA, and even him, you know, he went, he graduated Harvard. He was like, you know, you're making a colossal mistake. Wow! By not doing school, really. And for a second, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll go back to school. And then I was like, I was like, you know what? No one, no one understands me like I understand myself. Yeah. And what yeah. I know is that when I go to school this is not the path for me to become successful. This idea of like meeting a couple people, getting a piece of paper, is that gonna determine whether I'm successful? Everyone has that piece of paper. It's not a big deal. I'm in class. My professor's not gonna teach me how to make money. Okay? I look around left and right, these people are playing Farmville. Farmville, <laughs> the Ohio, Farmville. They're they're just like the, the, the. I'm very into the mindset yes. and the energy and all of that. And it wasn't there. Yeah. I didn't see it at school. And then even if people were extremely hard working, it's just that, what is the path? Do a four year degree, do more school, get some job, work up the corporate ladder. Yeah. And then maybe in your thirties, you're gonna be working all the time, making a solid income. It just that was not the path, you know. You one know what? life, bro. We
0: got one life. Yeah.
2: You know. You know what's <laughs> funny is that like Andrew Tate has the whole thing. Break free the matrix. I like at, at nineteen twenty, I saw the matrix.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, I I saw it. I was like, this is not. And I, and I knew, like, life is very very short. Um, I had firsthand experience of that. And I'm like, I want to. I want to do something that. Fulfills me fully. Yeah.
1: Well, the 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 first step of breaking out of the matrix is the mindset, understanding that like that there's something else outside of go to school, get the paper, get the job, have the kids, have the house, pay the mortgage, and live right. So when you kind of realize that at an early age, like 19, that's that's huge, man, because you're setting yourself up for like a great 20s. You know what I mean? And clearly, it worked for you. Like you you put yourself in a position where. 23, 24, you're making 100, 120 K a month.
2: You're making yeah, like guys' salaries
1: that nice. you had, you gone to school Your and got the job. Salary, yeah. That's the yeah. fucking salary. Yeah. So, so did you, you dropped out?
2: I did. did you did. go and then stop? I did first year. Okay. And I don't want to say I dropped out because technically I was on academic uh, suspension. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so said, no, you're out of here. You know what? Like, cause if I, if I passed all my credits and had a good score, you know, I could, people could like be like, no, you got to do second. You got to I wanted to have no option. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out. I want to go to yeah. school. I'm on academic suspension. Yeah. So, so let me yeah. ask you this then in,
0: in fitness, if there's, if there's someone out there, that's a young teenager, a young kid, yeah. I don't want you to say, don't go to school. You could say whatever
2: you want. Do yeah. you believe in, but you know what was funny about university was yeah. that, okay, calculus, that stuff okay. went way over my head. Yeah. Okay. But as far as business, as far as sociology, I didn't go to class, mm, yeah. exactly. I didn't study, yeah. I show up, I'm getting 80% Wow. Yeah. with nothing. Yeah, yeah. 80, 80%, I was like, my friends were like, what the, f- Greg, how did you get 80%? I'm in a class <laughs> once. I was like, bro, like
0: it's like common sense, I don't know. Yeah. So, d- so do, you, do you think that uh, traditional education is the way to go for someone that maybe wanna take the same path as you? Um, um, traditional educate, oh like yeah. Going to university or going to college when they know they wanna be in the fitness world.
2: Yeah, so my personality type, my style is, and the reason I got academic suspension was that like I did well in like two courses and everything else I didn't fucking show yeah. up. The <laughs> about. But the point is, is that I, I did well when I tried, when I, no, I did well when I didn't even, get, as yeah. long as I showed up, <laughs> yeah, just, show just show up, up. I show up <laughs> once, we're, we're good. Um, but my personality type is I am extremely self-motivated. I am hyper incentive, right? So in school, I did not see any incentive to work hard. Mm. The incentives were not there. When I'm actually incentivized and I see if I work really, really, really freaking hard, I can get this insane result. I have to be hyper incentivized. So, um, and I had a very clear cut idea of what I wanted to do. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it. I didn't know how I was going to do it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to start with this. You know, Even even I even realized I was following some fitness guys at the time. I'm like, you know what? I could get some clients. I could even train three or four clients at a time, charge them 50 bucks a pop. I already know I can make 200 bucks an hour um, with some serious effort. It's already proven. Yeah, you already did it. I've seen people do it. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) I know I have a path to get to this income. um, And I just started started doing stuff. I just started kind of taking action, then like changing along the way. But for people that are wondering, should I not go to university? um, I don't see the value in going to university unless the career path you want to do requires it. Yeah. yeah. Doctor. Know? Doctor, lawyer, lawyer engineer, yeah. you know, therapist, all of these different, if you actually want to do that, um, then, you know, that's, then, then definitely go to school. But if you're like not really sure, why do you want to put on all that debt or put in all that money? Yeah. You know? which the, yeah which and waste bad. fucking time. Waste. Yeah. Forget the thing, debt. time time. Right? Right? To, time imagine right? you
1: spent
0: time. another three years at school. Hundred percent. Fuck. That's a lot of time you're wasting yeah. not doing what you what you want to do. I know. I would have would have had the mill for like twenty eight. Not.
2: So. So. How does
0: um How does the brand kino Body yeah. come come to life?
1: Well, because you you have that like v- super viral video, the first video that yeah, kind of right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. I, which is unreal, by the way. The so video was great. Yes, yeah, so you know what? I, I had a, my first mentor, and he was training these different guys to build fitness, uh, like to be fitness, uh, build fitness blogs and be affiliates and make money online. And all of them are kind of just, they didn't really have a cohesive approach. And I wanted to build like a cohesive approach from day one. So Kino actually means movie in German. So movie body. um, oh, okay. And so I kind of like, I had like the lens through which I was, my business was run was look like a movie star Mm -hmm. but also don't live in the gym like everyone else we want to make it a lifestyle We want to be cool like you know james bond um and so what turned it into a brand it just kind of happened very organically i was producing lots of content i stuck to this very simple theme i taught people fasting fat loss lifting putting on muscle in the right places and it just kind of became a brand onto its own and then when I was 24 and the money was getting pretty crazy, I was like, you know what? Like, I was like, I liked the movie American Psycho a lot with Christian yes, Bale. Huge. Yes, yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. into that movie. I liked that movie a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That morning monologue is so dope. I'm yeah. like, if I could make a Kino monologue that, that if someone has never seen me before, they watch this video and they understand what I do, that would be gangster. Yeah. And then I, I went to this business dinner. I met uh, uh, with this guy, Vince Del Monte. His younger brother was um, like a filmmaker. Okay. And we started chatting. We really, really clicked. We started emailing. We went out for dinner. We, I told him my idea. And then uh, he kind of helped make it come to life. Sick. And that was that yeah. video. That was that, was that the, video, yeah. yeah.
0: Even with the Hollywood body too. Like I, don't, I didn't see anyone. I still don't really see
2: anyone like using that approach. Why yeah. do you think that, that worked so well? You know what? I, 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 I loved. I had a passion for fitness. I also had a passion for movies. So I liked mm. kind of being creative. Yeah. And uh, and so my at the time there were people doing ads on on YouTube. There were six pack shortcuts. There was like the Ty Lopez yeah. ad. I'm like, you know what? Let's make an ad, but make it feel like a movie trailer. So I just kind of was. We were kind of innovating, you know. Yeah. At the time, like that was like the, the first drone shot. No one had a drone See, it's shot. True. Yep. It's People true, thought like, bro. "Was that a helicopter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was that a plane around your Well, house? you know what? When they came over and we're shooting this video, and he's got like a team of four guys. Yeah. And I'm like, "What the hell is this thing he's pulling out?" He's like, "This is a drone." And yeah, dude, it was sick. That's unreal. I mean, I was yeah. watching that
0: and I got super inspired. We were watching it together. We're like, "Damn, yeah. bro, I gotta get job." But then you look at the year. <laughs> yeah.
1: You look at yeah. the year that the vid also. was posted. And you're like, yeah, like, what was that,
2: 2015? That was 2015, like December 2015. And then the next month, I see like, you, I see Ty Lopez doing all these ads. I see, I, I see I'm like, okay, hey, there must, he's not running these ads for no reason. Yeah. So I, I, I get my friend who's kind of like a nerd and I, I say, bro, you got to figure out these ads for me. I'll pay, uh, like, I'll pay you. You know, you got to figure out this, this Google ad thing. I don't want to, I don't want do, I'm not trying to go yeah, on Google yeah. ads and spend three yeah. hours <laughs> looking at s- numbers and stuff. Um, and so I'm like, just run this ad and let's just see what happens. At the time it was so cheap and we start running it. And then all of a sudden, like my, my revenues is quadrupled. Really? We're getting great. You know, we're spending, you know, whatever, like. Yeah, it, it was it was nuts. I don't know. I forget where we're spending, yeah. but it wasn't even that much. It was like a couple thousand dollars a day. At that point, you didn't need to spend a lot. You to, didn't need to reach to. a lot. It was dude, different I'd different be, times. Yeah. I'd be in Starbucks and there would be like four girls looking over at me, like they seen your ad. But they're looking over and they're like literally, were watching my ad, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. That's and they're, crazy. Like, they're like, oh my god, you in a commercial? Because they think like I got hired for a commercial. It's like my own, like your model yeah, for the. But commercial it was also the way
1: somewhere. you shot it looked like a fucking
2: movie trailer. It looked like a movie trailer. And then when I walked downtown like downtown toronto like at that when i was like 24 25 like it's the real bruce Wayne, yeah. <laughs> the real Bruce Wayne. you like that baby yeah, name, eh? that's yeah the good. real the, i that's fuck it. with that well, you know what i wasn't even like that same friend i hired to run ads i was like man what should we title this i was like i don't know i was like so dog shit at doing titles and he was like real bruce wayne intermittent fasting something mm. and uh, i was like fuck that's a good title so i just we just wrote that for the title just to get like Bro, to we're, get the views. we're
0: still learning about titles now yeah, the fact I'm, that you so, were doing that back then though and like yeah. Those kind of titles where it's like, "Yo, you got to click this and no, watch No, because right that now.
1: that hits. That's a massive mm. piece. of I think it's exactly like three whole three thing. and a half
2: million views. Yeah, or something three and a half million. And then someone made this epic spoof that has like half a million views. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Do you ever see this spoof? No. no. Oh my god! We're I gotta show you. It. We're gonna pull it. We'll put, pull put it. Put the put the spoof. Yeah, the spoof is freaking hilarious.
3: Inheriting my parents' fortune has been the most powerful health discovery I have ever made. It has made staying lean and building muscle, and pretty much life in general. Effortless. I can even afford to hire a model to stand in for my girlfriend.
1: But uh, I, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna touch on the brand a little bit. And sort of because I think there's a good connection to the brand and the way the world's going today. Obviously, the brand, your brand, you yourself, the brand is like very masculine. There's a very like masculine take to it. Yeah. Um. Very alpha vibes. Like you. You, you see your content. You see your ads. You see the brand. You see all the see the uh, Trump book. The Trump book. <laughs> You're like, we'll toss that up somewhere. Art of the deal. Art of the deal. Exactly. It's very like fucking alpha masculine vibes. Obviously, you mentioned Andrew Tate not too long ago we have a lot of conversations on the podcast off the podcast about how everyone dudes are kind of turning into pussies just to be like the most upfront thing i'm curious to see like your like, hear your take on the way the world's gone when it comes to that just because it's so opposite of who I feel you are and your brand is, you know, you portray a certain image that I think uh, a lot of men need to fucking step strength, up and, and strength, get into. Right. Message. So it's, the world has gone in a weird way. that's sort of away from that. When, whereas since 2011, you've been pushing it. So I'm curious just to hear your, your thought process on kind of where we're at today with that in society.
2: Yeah. You know, what? a lot of my beliefs kind of were the seed was planted when I was very, very young. Okay. You know, with my father as a role model You know, we loved watching all those movies, like the Sylvester Stallone movies, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, The idea as a man was like, one, like become very, very strong, like work very, very hard. That was my father kind of impressed upon me. Um, And yeah, you know, the world has gotten quite interesting it's very (laughs) very 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 interesting even like this whole idea of political correctness you got to tiptoe safe Mm. zones all of this is complete and absolute garbage yes um and so people are so worried about being offended that we've lost the whole idea of being free Yeah. yeah literally being free um and so you know i i think that as a man um, there's a few things you need to do to become like successful. The first thing, and this is what most guys get wrong, right? Most guys get this wrong. They don't take responsibility. They want to blame. They want a victim. They want to complain. And the only way you can change is if you look yourself in the mirror and you say this, the place I am in right now is completely and absolutely my fault. I take complete responsibility. I could have made these different changes. And until you do that, you have zero power to transform. Yeah. Now, I think that it's that's a very good thing to do because don't you want to improve your life? Yep. The only way to improve your life is to take complete and absolute responsibility. And um, and when you do this, your brain opens up. You start to see more opportunities. You get amazing ideas. And doors swing wide open. But most Guys, I guess for them it's easier to just kind of complain. He's a victim. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's the victim mentality. Hundred percent. We say
2: it. We
0: say it all the time. I mean, I think the society today is incentivizing people to be weak rather than strong. Yeah. You know, it's everyone's. I mean, Ant always says this, but everyone's kind of battling to be the most oppressed. Right. It's like you need to be accountable in your actions. You can't just blame other people. And and we've seen that a lot. Like we see the, that more and more as we continue to go on. And and.
1: I think that comes from self-awareness like that's that's the big thing people don't have is self awareness you know and 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 we don't we don't we don't hold ourselves even as a community accountable yeah Mm -hmm. you're walking around bro we we snap on this like you're walking around 500 pounds and you're blaming the world yeah it's like no dude like you're 500 pounds because you eat like shit you don't work Mm -hmm. out you sit at home in front of a computer a tv video games all day when do you finally wake up and say, Hey, oh, fuck, maybe I'm the problem. My yeah. actions are the issue. Right. So it's, it, it's, it's a crazy time we're living in. And, and I, and where I want to circle it kind of back to your brand is have you ever felt like you've needed to tone it down? because it's kind of so opposite from your brand. Happy Dad is available at a lot of your local bars and
0: restaurants. Go to happydad.com slash find to find a bar or
2: restaurant near you so you can watch the games with the boys. I Here's the thing, okay? There's so many people doing content, right? It's completely and absolutely saturated that because people have gone in soft and because people kind of feel like they're freaking like they're walking on eggshells if you know how to you know toe the line and be a little bit abrasive like you can get attention very very easily Mm -hmm. now you can go a little bit too far um but people are looking i think people are looking for someone to kind of stand up and say it how it is and speak with conviction and say look if you want to fix your life you need to do everything x y z you know yes. people are kind of looking for that role model um but a lot of society has become like they start labeling things you have this you have that yeah it's not your fault it's this whatever and our society has also become more than ever it was like this five ten years ago it's even way more like this it's all about instant gratification right yes even like even social media like i have to be very cognizant to like put my phone away to be able to focus because you're checking things every two seconds you get your dopamine yeah. going and you're just like you're just kind of like a robot you're smoking weed every night your yeah. dopamine's blunted you kind of wake up you, you don't have that je ne sais quoi mm, you don't have the wow. Kino mojo yes you don't have the Kino mojo yes. we yes. waiting for <laughs> yes
1: no no it's true you're absolutely I, right I feel it,
0: like I feel like we need more more men like you and I think that going back to even Andrew Tate that's why he got so much attention because yeah. it was a different message that I think a lot of people have been Either waiting for, or didn't even know that that was a, a mindset to have. Right. Yeah. So, do you ever feel like you have a responsibility as a man to other younger men
2: that are maybe confused in this society? Um, I, I, I definitely, definitely feel. Yeah, I definitely feel that responsibility. And I can, you know, I've done videos and I have started doing some videos outside of fitness on mental health, dopamine, stuff like that. And sometimes those are the videos people appreciate the most from me. Like they're like, damn, this is like really, really helpful. Um, So I definitely feel like, you know, when you have a lot of people that look up to you, that follow you, um, that are influenced by you, then there's definitely, you know, some responsibility. Um, And I think, you know, for anyone that's watching and life is just going wrong, you're feeling down, you don't feel like you have control, you're waking up, you're not even feeling good, kind of Mm -hmm. feel down all the time, I think the number one, the very absolute first thing to do is get your health and fitness started. That will affect your body, your energy, your mind. Once you have your fitness in a good spot, then it's easier to make, start to level up your life and, and improve yourself. But if you do not have the fitness dialed, it's very hard to really make a change so like the very first thing to do is get your fitness handled. Yeah. Get leaner, get stronger, lift weights, eat right. If you want to do some fasting, um, do that. If you want to get your testosterone levels up naturally, use the Kino Mojo, but get your health and fitness on point. Your confidence will go up. Your energy will go up and you start to realize, holy, holy cow, yeah. I, I was kind of just existing and now I'm down 10 pounds. I'm getting stronger. Let me apply this very, because you're strengthening the dopamine system. You're strengthening that like that work reward pathway. And then you start to be like, now now if I work on this, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll start to improve too. Maybe I'll get those goals. The number one thing that allows, the number one thing that will enable you to work hard towards a goal or not even give a shit is self-belief. If you have no self-belief and most people don't have self-belief, if they have no self-belief, why would they work hard? Yeah. Why would you put in the work? Because you, you think, well, I could work really, really hard, but I'm still probably not going to get it anyway. And so my father, what he impacted on me was he had insane self-belief. Absolutely, any goal I set, I can get it as long mm-hmm. as I work hard. And so men have to have that mindset yeah. built in where it's like, you know what? I don't care what goal I have. I can absolutely do it. It might not be easy. It might not happen tomorrow. But if I put in the work, I stick to it and I work harder than anyone else, I will achieve that goal. When you have that self-belief, that's when life gets really fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think, I think the more that you get those, those little Ws, like losing that five pounds, losing that 10 pounds, yeah. you start to realize more and more that you're capable of doing more. 100%. So you can even start with something small. Start with going to the gym in the morning, like you said. But
2: I want to talk even about the dopamine levels. And, and like, one more thing, and this actually relates to the course. dopamine level. One more thing is that most people don't even know how to use their mind correctly. Yes. Okay, because most most guys okay. they have a goal. Okay, you know, let's say you're thirty pounds overweight. You know, you say you're, let's say you're fifty pounds overweight. You need to lose fifty pounds. They lose five pounds. They're like, well, I still got forty five pounds to go. I still look <laughs> like shit. I'm still this and that. They just n- create negative thoughts yeah. that disempower them, and then they're going to start screwing up their diet more. They're going to lose motivation to go to the gym. Yeah. What you need to do is. You have 50 pounds to lose. You lost five. You have 45 more to go. It's like, we're getting closer, baby. We're looking good. I'm looking, even if you got some fat, I'm looking five pounds down, baby. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's what i would do you know even if i was like if i had zero muscle and i start lifting fucking 10 pounds i'd be like we're doing 10 you know Mm -hmm. we're lifting 10 like we're getting close even if you're so far away that is what's gonna ramp up that dopamine signaling you're gonna get excited and our mind has so much power way more power than we realize Facts. It can influence us on a deep cellular level. You gotta really law of attraction, baby. Yeah, Yeah. law of attraction. attraction. You gotta
1: really push yourself to be positive even in moments that you may not feel it. Sort of just like almost
2: forcing yourself. I could take anyone in the gym, anyone in the gym, like that's you know, average shape. And I could instantly make them stronger Mm -hmm. with their mindset. Cause most guys go to the gym. They're like, Oh, we're going to grab the 50 pound dumbbells. It's going to be a bit heavy. Maybe I'll get eight. I don't know. Maybe what am I going to have for dinner tomorrow? Okay. We're doing this. Oh, fuck the gym. Okay. Okay. Lift bullshit. If I did that, I would be, I would already be way weaker. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got to go into the set and be like, I'm a fucking machine. Yes. I'm a freaking machine. Yes. You know, and then you go into it and just like that, that the two, the, the polarity between those two thoughts yep. will make an impact on how strong you are. 100%. I it's agree like it when does. you wake up in the morning
0: if you have a bad thought right off the bat might have a bad day you wake up exactly. happier good thoughts man love of attraction you put yourself you in a good position love it. manifesting I love it and, and even the goal setting I think a lot of people they don't set goals I still yeah. think there's so many people out there that are not setting goals whether they they don't think it's worth it or whether they think it's a waste of time so maybe in terms of goal setting for someone that hasn't done it before what advice would you give them? So
2: what I do is I set, you know, three to five goals usually, um, a fitness goal, a business goal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's okay to start a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to kind of hit the first goal and then my mind kind of gets bigger and I start to think bigger and then hit the next goal because there's two things that some people do. I've seen this. Some guys that just haven't achieved much, they start to set some way too big goal. it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, dude, like this, like start with something. Like, you can give yourself a winning chance, Mm -hmm. you know? Because sometimes it's almost out of like, I'm just going to set such a huge goal. Like, because there's like an unconscious reason they go so big because like they deep down, they know they're not going to achieve it. And they just, it's just a weird kind of thing. Um, But just set a goal that excites you, that challenges you, but like you can do. Realistic. Realistic. Like start with that because again- It's all dopamine signaling. If you set a crazy massive goal that's like completely out, like it's good to have a big goal to strive for, but when you're starting, like set a goal that you can actually build that positive reinforcement. You want to get a win. You want your life to feel like I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. And every time you win, you actually increase testosterone. When When you start losing, testosterone levels go down. So you give yourself the ability to start winning. And then as you get a bit of progress, set a bigger goal. Yeah. Set a bigger goal. Even if you're losing 50 pounds, let's lose the first five pounds, yeah. mm-hmm. and then give yourself that positive reinforcement. And that's what's going to make you feel like that's going to make you feel like a million million bucks. You
1: you, you I, I noticed notice like a, you say a lot of what you do and the way you think. You uh you know you you acc- accue that to your dad. A yeah. lot of it, a lot of the the ways that you uh move, the way you grew up, the mindset, all of that. I know he passed away when you when you were pretty 11. young. Yeah maybe walk us through that just being so young. I don't think, I don't think we've had anybody on the podcast necessarily that's lost a parent that young. I can yeah. only imagine from the outside looking in how fucking hard that would be.
2: Yeah. It's uh, it's hard to like, it's hard to, uh, you know, explain losing a parent when you're 25 years old is a completely different losing For a parent sure. when you're 11. It's, it's not even For comparable. Sure. Obviously losing a parent at 25, 35 is horrible and sucks. And, yeah. sucks and and very, very sad, but at 11, it just feels like your whole world is crumbling around you. It's, 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 that's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. It's like, it's very, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot to go through, um, for sure. And I was 11, but my father still had a massive impact on me. Mm -hmm. Um, he was working all the time, but we had like really good, like moments and and times together and he instilled certain mindset. Um, and when he, when he passed away, you know, I was 11 and, and, uh, you know, I just remember thinking like, you know, I, my, my father was the one that was supposed to show me the ropes and teach me all this real estate stuff. And, uh, you know, so I kind of have to figure this out on my own now. Mm-hmm. And I started reading a couple little, you know, business books and stuff like that when I was very, very young. But I kind of realized that my thought was that like, you know, had my father been here, I would have really wanted to learn from him and 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 of course. And, and work for him. And I'm like, you know, he's not here. I'm not going to be the genius at real estate that's not my highest value. My highest value is fitness. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to, you know what he did in real estate. I'm going to go and do that in fitness. Yeah. And that was kind of like my, my, uh, was your fire is my fire. And again, like, you know, it took a long time to get to this place, but like, I think that, you know, it's easy to say like it should have been this, it should have been that, it should have been whatever. I don't like that. That's, that's like negative talk. Um, what I kind of, you know, what brought me a lot of peace was kind of like, you know what? Um, I feel appreciative to have the father that I had to be able to spend those 11 years with him, for him to have the impact on me. Um, And I feel very, I feel like the value of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I I remember I did a- a, um, It's tough
0: to look at it that way, man, but you're- (laughs) It's
2: tough (laughs) to look at it that way. But I remember we did some like celebration for him some years ago and a lot of his- Good friends were there, and I and I, I was like, you know, I'll do a I'll do a speech, yeah. Um, and I was like, at the very end, I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have my father for 11 years than any of you fuckers <laughs> 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 for a lifetime.
0: You know what, well, man? That's and that, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's that. Honestly, that's that's yeah. super. Wow, like that's like you got to be a strong person to be able to do that because losing a parent, I think at that age, like you can go either way. You can go fucking way downhill yeah. and start like you, like, like we spoke about, like just blaming things on the world and blaming things on life. And so the fact that you didn't go down that route, kudos to you, bro. And, and I mean, sure. and yeah. you know, I mean, I, you know,
2: I also feel a, you know, a deep sense of, um, you know, honor and responsibility to, you know, do him proud. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so keep the legacy sort of, going. Yeah, exactly.
1: You, um, yeah. Dude, like I, at such a young age, it's crazy. But, but again, like the, the fact that you've kind of like, sat here almost this whole podcast and accredited a lot of the, the the reasons for your success to him and there was only 11 years together yeah. like that just speaks to the man that he was you yeah. know and and so yeah fuck probably better you had him for 11 <laughs> than the rest of those guys i was gonna yeah. say there's probably guys
0: out there that that don't get anything from their fathers at all in 50 60 years yeah. yeah so that's it's it's a it's a maybe it was a blessing i don't know but you took it the right way that's for sure man
2: yeah you know and it's, it's very interesting because um he worked all the time, right? He Uh was completely and absolutely dedicated to his business. And so it wasn't like he was hanging around me every day playing, you know, throwing the baseball. Like we had very clear moments together, you know, Saturdays, Sundays, some vacations and stuff like that. But it wasn't like we were spending all this time together. And I actually, you know, I actually kind of like, I actually think that that can be more powerful. Yes, a
1: hundred, Yeah, you if you're with it.
2: it, like we we say this a lot
0: too, because really? we were we were, we moved out of our our parents' house and stuff like that. And we're like, I feel like I appreciate my relationship with my parents more that I'm not with them twenty four seven. Hundred percent. Yeah, you get you get bored, you get annoyed with them, you're looking yeah.
1: for things to nitpick. But but I think I think with a father and a son, that dynamic, when you like him going out and working and building this empire every day, and you seeing that. is actually where the value lies. Then when you have those one-on-one moments, you're remembering them even more. But you're looking and saying dude this guy was doing everything he could to build a legacy for me and his family right mm-hmm. so there's so much value in that where it's like people I think there's like this like misconception with families nowadays and it's like you need to spend 24 hours a day with your child and that's the best way that they're gonna yeah. learn <laughs> it's like nah bro if you're trying to build a fucking you know you're trying to make your son an alpha you gotta show him how yeah. you gotta move as a man
2: yeah through example not just talking yeah yeah, exactly through, through action yeah.
1: yeah yeah and I mean and, and, and you know that goes for everything but I, I agree with that 100% and then when you do have have those moments, the one-on-one moments where you're having those deep talks and and whatever you like, the words that come out of his mouth are like they hit you a hundred times harder. And
2: speaking of like the whole masculinity thing, like I actually love the idea of uh, of me being the provider, mm-hmm. me working all the time, and being able to have a partner, uh, etc., that doesn't work at all. Yeah, like, that stays at home. That yep. that that. Uh, take raises the family that takes care of that i actually like that style way more yes when i see two parents and they're both working all the time the, boy, the yeah. kids they're fucking miserable yeah, yeah and who's raising the kid bro <laughs> who's like, raising the kid yeah was well, that was that how it right? was was that how
1: it was with your family yeah was that yeah, the, yeah, the... yeah
2: my my mom worked and then uh you know when my father was ready to have when they're ready to have a family she, she's like you're not working again yeah. you know you don't like it's don't, fucking yeah. love
1: top that. g that's
0: top oh, yeah it yeah, <laughs> is that's top g shit for real yeah man that's unreal man um i want to get back to a little bit of business too so you do the programs, then you get into the subs game. Right? And let me
2: say one more thing though. Do it. Let do me it. say one more do thing. It. Say
0: two more things, bro.
2: This whole idea that like a woman staying at home, raising a family is like a lesser path is complete garbage. It's garbage. Being a mom and raising, we, I'm one of five kids. That's a big wow. family. Wow. Wow. One okay. of five. So like being a mom, having five kids, that is, that is, I could not do that. Better than a job. Like, yeah. When, when we went to like on trips or we went, you know, drive seven hours to Mont Tremblant. my mom getting five kids freaking ready. Crazy. Like that shit is way harder than anything yep. I do. Like it is, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. It's this idea that like some people try and like perpetrate that. Oh, you know, yeah. Working at some insurance company and having a job and having a boss <laughs> is so much more valuable than raising children yeah. is absolute complete. You have to be stupid to actually think that. To believe that. It's
1: complete. We, we say it all the time. Like I could never do the job my mom did. Yep. Never, never never like in a million fucking years i have a better chance of deadlifting a thousand pounds I mean, you weren't built for it like you it. weren't
0: built for but, that. but that's yeah but
1: that's and that's fucking my dna it's just not in me and and, and, I, and i i've said this a million times on other episodes i hate when women get put down for wanting to be mothers for wanting to be stay-at-home moms and that being their aspirations because bro not every woman is built to be the fucking ceo of google it's true there's yeah. a very tiny percentage of them. The rest of them that believe that have if, just been if, you fucking. Know,
2: you know what though? If I was if I was the woman and I had the husband that worked very hard, and I stayed at home, I would fucking own that shit. All yeah. day, I, would, I would own that all shit all day. They'd be like, oh, you don't work? I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. Oh, but, you were gonna work. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's tough. You know? <laughs> but the thing is,
1: but the thing is, being a mom, I see it as a job. Yeah. yeah, I see that as a job, That's a 24/7 24 seven job, dude. Yeah, literally. So Waking and it, and night. it never ends. I'm sure you probably still talk to your mom all the time and yeah, do no, that whole thing, like. It- it never ends It never ends You, you have yeah. The moment you have that kid You're literally the mother of that kid Even when they're fucking 40 You're still a mom mm. to that child Right? So yeah We always say that And I hate that fucking I hate that negative connotation on moms It, it fucking it, it makes me sick To be honest I'm gonna like 100%.
2: Because we think about our moms
0: That's why we, we, we stop and we think about our moms And how much they did for us
2: And, there, and there's like a clear cut Like agenda in, uh, Of course For, for this narrative it's, mm. it's not by accident Yep of Um. Course. And again like There's gonna be a subset of women That absolutely are very driven to work and that's their highest value that's priority bro, and like you know like, fine. It's, that's this fun. This, it's totally fine yeah it's fun. This yeah. fucking small it's, it's, yeah it's this but small. i feel bad for some of the women that kind of get uh the pressure and they pressure, feel like yeah, yeah i should work and I, I should i should prioritize this and don't worry about the family and then they're 35 and then they're kind of like fuck i wish i played this a bit yeah. differently yeah you know are, are you single, single? now Yes. You're single. Single. Yes.
1: Okay. And uh, You, you, you want to bring these talks? <laughs> we can yeah. do it. Okay, we before we get to this, one more thing is I think with the relationship, the husband, yeah. the wife not working thing, I think the m- fucking men as a whole need to also step up and be mm. a little more masculine and a little more alpha. Because if you move like that, your woman will be down to stay home. Like the same way yeah. your pops was like, all right, we're having kids, time to raise a family. You're staying home. Yeah. And it wasn't like a question. It was like, this is mm. what's happening. Because he's a fucking alpha. He walked mm. in and he said, this is what it is. And then your mom was like, yeah, all right, done. Let's do it.
2: 100%, 100%. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like
1: more men moved with that attitude. You would have a lot more women not falling to this narrative and, and feeling pressure to this narrative. You know, they'd be like, yeah, my husband's going to fucking you know, uh, be the provider and I'm going to take care of the household. So we just got to, men step the fuck up. It's a mojo in your life, bro. It's a fucking
2: mojo. Get in your some freaking mojo. <laughs> Get some freaking
0: mojo. You know? <laughs> okay, so you're single? Yes. Yes. Um, Let's go. Love these convos. Yeah, like sometimes we bring relationship talks into this, you know, and, and we we like to hear people's opinion on what they think about being in a relationship at certain points in your life. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're, you're a, a fucking killer entrepreneur, right? Have you noticed that have being in a relationship versus not has helped you or or vice versa?
2: Um yeah I have heard different like sides of the coin like yeah. I was having a business dinner with someone and they're like man like if I was single I couldn't work that hard like I couldn't like like they have their their girlfriend or partner and they just kind of work and like you know they're not having to run a, like if they were single they wouldn't be able to control themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I've heard um, that one too. Yeah. 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 I Absolutely, definitely, I'm my most ambitious and work the hardest when I'm single. Yeah. I, That's you know, you. Uh, that said, like, you know, maybe if you have the right partner, it's different. Yeah. Um, But, like, right now in my life, like, I, I work very, very hard. I'm very, very driven when I'm single. When I'm in a relationship, I still, like, work quite hard, but it's a, maybe a little bit less. Okay. Yeah. Do you think
0: it is important, though, to to have a partner eventually or
2: yeah good question not. no you know i i think the idea of kind of being single in your 40s and 50s and yeah. not having a family is completely and absolutely depressing yeah, yeah um exactly. absolutely i think having a partner someone that you deeply love that loves you that you take care of and vice versa and you have experiences with and share life with eventually have a family I think that's probably one of the most beautiful things in life so i think that's very very important i am very very picky i am very you <laughs> know, because of your experiences in the past though um not necessarily. I think it's just like, like, just who you are. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what? I just like, like when I actually, uh, like I, I have to be like a, a, a hundred, like, you know, not All that I, I don't know if I'll ever get married. I probably won't. But if, let's say it was to get married, I want to feel like I have the most beautiful girl mm-hmm. up there at the altar that I'm marrying yeah. Yeah. inside and out. And so my standards are very, very high for who I'd actually be with. And I've had some great girlfriends I've dated. We've been very in love. Obviously none of those actually end up working out. Um, but, uh, but like when I actually like, I'm ready to find that next, like my standards are very, very high. Is, very, very, very high. Miami, <laughs> You're in <the laughs> right place. You're right Miami, bro.
1: No, is a, is a family in the cards for you?
2: Yes. Kids? I would have a kid right now. <laughs> right now I'm having a baby. Let's do it. Let's go. Send the fucking resumes <laughs> no, in. Send me the resume. Okay.
0: So you you're, you're saying you'll you'll do a family but maybe not get
2: married. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would do a family, maybe not get married. Yeah. Why? Yeah, i don't what? i mean on on why would i get married why Yeah.
1: well yeah i'm curious what's what's your what's well, the thought process behind that yeah
2: uh oh, oh what's thought <laughs> for what you for you i'm yeah. saying of not of not getting of married not, or yeah. getting married
1: yeah yeah no you're, you're saying you would the do comparison. the family there's, and not get married there's there's,
2: why? there's no there's no like actual reason to get married right i just find like it uh it can complicate things um Although, I mean, you know, in Canada, even if you don't get married and you're living together, it becomes common, common law. law. Yeah. Regardless. But, you know, I just, I have some friends that just have a woman they love and they had kids and they just didn't get married. And I, I, I find them happier than those that get married. I agree. And there's so, something
1: there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but I but feel like once you put the marriage title on it, there's yeah. like, there's just this. It's like, a pressure pressure too, right? yeah. that it's like added pressure. Yeah, like added pressure. Like the relationship doesn't yeah. need because if it was yeah. going well anyway. Did you hear
2: about this new food that like completely destroys sex driving women? No, you hear about it? No, no. wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> Are you oh, I thought you were fucking serious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm
3: like,
1: bro, wait a minute! Why? that's easy, bro. No, that's jokes, bro. Holy <laughs> fuck. You, you know what's funny? I actually, I, I saw a uh, comedian when I was here last week. Yanis Papa, this guy was hilarious, and he had this joke where he's like, "Women, they always complain. You know, they have a husband, and then their husband gets fat, and he's out of weight, and uh, he's out of shape, and why isn't he?" You know, why don't men want to get in shape when they're married and this and that? And he's like, women, I blame you because you still fuck us. Yeah. He goes, you don't make us work for it. We're married. We're together, whatever. I, I'm a fat slob fuck, and you're you still have, you fucking fuck us. Yeah, you're yeah. still fucking us. It doesn't matter. It's so I don't true. need to take care of my health. Yeah. So women, I actually agree with that statement. Make sure your man's you know keep well, your dude, man yeah. in check. Yeah, yeah. keep him accountable, him accountable. Yeah, make sure he looks good because then you're gonna end up going to have an affair anyways with a fucking with this guy here with this <laughs> fucking shredded <laughs> this guy. And, and, this is, and this is
2: also a very important lesson for the for the guys out there because it's very common. You get a girlfriend. You've been working hard on yourself, working out, taking action, Fall setting off, goals. Right yeah, yep. you get the girlfriend. And sometimes it's her that's like, oh baby, you work so hard, take it easy, don't mm. work out, you know, you work too hard. And so you have the result, right? So obviously the benefit is like, okay, it's good to spend more time with you, X, Y, and Z. But then you're when your life starts taking a dip, right? Yeah. Then it's very common for the girl to start to kind of become a bit more aloof, to pull yes. away as you start to fall down. So as a man, it's your job to stay true and strong on your goals and your path, regardless of if you have a relationship. Even if your girl's like, yo, you work so hard. Keep working hard. Let's go. Yeah, work exactly. harder. You yeah, know, that's where girls will even be like, oh, why are you going to the gym? You already why do you you already have a, a yeah. girl? Yeah. Well, but if that's but then <laughs> that's drop crazy. that girl, yeah. drop, yeah. That, drop, girl. drop. drop. And, that girl, drop that girl. And away. every woman knows this. If they were to tell their man, oh, you work so hard, take it easy today, and he takes it easy. Oh, don't go to the gym today, and he doesn't go to the gym. You know, be soft and be soft. They know that if he keeps doing that, their attraction fizzles. Yep. Gone, they want man. the guy to be like. I'm hitting the gym today. Yeah. I'll see you at eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. don't talk to me.
1: We'll yeah. talk too much settling eight. going on. Bro. I agree with that. I agree Way with too that. much. Settling. I want to, I want to talk about Mojo a bit though. We yeah, have, yeah. we have kind
0: of, I want to, I want to get into this yes. too. I want to get into the Yeah. Subs. Yeah. So yeah, you well,
2: started with, with some subs, right? I started with, yeah, some supplements. You did, um which subs did the you do? Keno Octane is over there. So I did, yeah. I started off with, um, so it was very, very cool. I started with just the my fitness programs. And then uh, about four years ago um, a, a business part of the time was like, you know, Greg, like, do you ever want to like do supplements? I'm like, well, you know what? Like I'd be very down to do supplements as long as I can create my absolute own formulas. I don't want to white label some, some shit that I don't like. Cause I'm very picky, um, with my women. Also with my supplements, there you you I don't be. want any, yeah. I, I want the correct doses, That's no artificial amazing. ingredients. Amazing. And so he's like, dude, we can do that. We have, I, I, I have a manufacturer, one of the best manufacturers in Southern California. We can make anything you want. Wow. Um, And so we started making our first little pre-workout. And I was like, you know what? Like at the time I was just drinking coffee and training. And I'm like, okay, this might be cool. Let's try it. And then we got the samples of all the ingredients that I wanted in the citrulline, next and Z. I was like, holy shit. I feel good. Yeah. And I got addicted to the octane. And then like a lot of my audience and customers, they started to buy it and then they started loving it. And then we did like a, a collagen protein, did a couple other ones. And then things have gotten literally insane when in August of, um, this last August, what, four or five months ago, we launched the Mojo. Yes. the Mo. And you know what's funny is that like, I am very into my names, like I, my Kino body, yep. my names, movie star body. And so I'm like, you know what? There's, a, there's different people doing like testosterone supplements and they have like these hardcore names from it. I'm like, what are we actually doing? Okay. Because with the testosterone supplement, you're not tripling your levels. You're not yeah. 5Xing them. Um, you're increasing it By like, whatever, 20, 30%. You know, we've had some guys increase their free testosterone by 50%, but you're getting that 20, 30% increase. Now, what is that actually doing? Okay, yeah, sure, you're gonna have a bit more energy. You're gonna wake up with the iron rod. You're gonna have more sex drive, but you're gonna have that je ne sais quoi. You're Mm. gonna have that, I'm thinking about what's the fucking name? What feels right? And I was like, mojo, of course, yes, the yes, mojo. Of course. And it just felt right. And then uh, and then we got all the ingredients I wanted in it. The three minerals that are great for testosterone, zinc, magnesium, and boron. And zinc and magnesium, you're lifting a lot, you're training, you're sweating, you're having sex, you're depleting those levels. It's actually, most people are actually very deficient in uh, magnesium. magnesium yeah. And even though I eat meat, I got my uh, nutrients checked and I was still a bit deficient in zinc. And then boron, if you take more boron than like you actually need, it can help with testosterone levels, help reduce estrogen. And then the one really, really cool herb, which actually I was uh, checking out a lot of stuff by Andrew Huberman, who's really, really good neuroscience. And, and he was kind of digging in a lot of the Tonga ali benefits. And Tonga ali is a herb we included. Okay. That's very good at increasing testosterone. But it, it like there's a lot of people that have just taken Tonga ali and they can raise their total testosterone 100 points, 100 to 200 so points. He was
1: on, he was on Rogan talking he about was on that, Rogan. Right?
2: Yeah, and then four is the other herb, which I really, really like, um, which has fat loss benefits and also can increase. And the combination of these five, it like, you feel this a profound difference, bro. Well, That's
0: what I wanted to ask. Like, can you explain the feeling?
2: Yeah, <laughs> so the benefits. So one of the clear cut signs of having higher levels of testosterone is you have a higher increased sex drive. Mm. So if you ever remember as a man, you guys remember when you're like, 14, 15, and you're yeah. just fucking getting boners just all Just waking up in the morning. Sex. Oh, sex. you fucking rocket ready and, to go. And then at 25, <laughs> 30, you never quite feel like you did yeah. at those like earlier yeah. kind of uh, years. And uh, you start to feel like your sex drive is doubled. You know, that this, you you get a bit more like, what's the word, like intensity. Yeah. Okay. You know, when you when you, tr- you get more excited to train. So one of the cool things with testosterone is that testosterone makes effort feel good. Okay, Pushing mm-hmm. yourself feels good. So some of those guys are just so freaking, they don't want to push themselves. Oh, they lifting the weight. Mm, it's uncomfortable. Like that's never even like, I like it. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you work it like testosterone makes effort feel good. So um, that's one of the other benefits. You get a bit more excited to train. Um, and then with the magnesium and one of these ingredients for Skoli, um, it actually helps improve sleep quality. That's so you, you get and then that's sleep. Fu- yeah, bro, get, got, get this got guy got some fucking mojo. I sleeping. Bro. Yeah. When you get a sleep doll, it's really, really helpful. Yeah. T- so it's one a day. Yes, I take, how do you take it take yeah. three caps um with your first meal of the day okay that's cool. so Done. yeah then you can do for it for the with day. breakfast or if you break if you fast with your first meal of the day might have to every day that shit. well you <laughs> know what i'm gonna i'm gonna text my guy right after i'm gonna send you guys the mojo yeah, we need some, i'm gonna send though. you some mojos we
1: need some that's crazy this i think i think a what lot of males need this right now what does it go for it is what's co- the... you, know, you know
2: what's very very cool is that i i started telling my followers i'm like look Before you get Mojo, get your blood work checked. Go to the doctor, get your total free testosterone checked, LH, FSH, these different um, hormones checked. And then go on Mojo for two or three months, get your levels checked. And And so I've had about eight people do it. And literally, these guys are getting 20% increase. We've seen a 30% increase. Even in... One of the ideas is that, oh, if your testosterone levels are already, uh, you know, medium or high, you won't be able to increase it that much. We had a guy that had 800 uh, nanograms per deciliter total, and he went up to 1,000, but his free testosterone, which is really what's most important, was actually around 12 nanograms per deciliter, which is not that great and it went up to like 18 50 increase so wow. guys that already have healthy high, high testosterone are seeing really good improvements Yeah, bump it up men need yeah. more of it yeah. nowadays I think with everything
0: bro. like even the food that everyone's eating nowadays and shit and i saw some, I i think i told you remember it was like a, a meme or a tweet but it's like i don't remember seeing anyone obese before the 70s right right and it's just like they're talking about obviously the food that we're eating yeah. nowadays and, and and the fucking shit that we drink and just the shit in the air so this is important. Well, it's yeah. A
2: and you know what? The the boron, the Tongatali, actually is very anti estrogenic. And in the environment, we're exposed <laughs> to high amounts of estrogens yes. um, and hor- hormone disrupting chemicals. So, this is a good insurance policy against like. You know existing in this environment with all these different chemicals phthalates are even in food phthalates, and plastics dude. and stuff like and that you're,
1: you're fucking there it's in your soap it's in your fucking toothpaste yeah so i think yeah I, I was gonna say i think with the world that we're in today where we don't have and much you, options in yeah. terms of
2: those things you and really got to focus and you on can that try show. and cut out a lot of that stuff but you can't, you can't be 100 perfect in this day yes and day. Yeah. yes exactly yeah, i know because it's everywhere
0: so how, about, how about even the program? Because I think it's super interesting that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people out there that are preaching fitness programs and stuff, they're saying, you know, you got to get be in the gym every day. Yeah. And then you said, nah, Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. said, no, 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 we're not yeah. doing that. So maybe explain how you were able to build that and what goes into it. Yeah. Um, and also I want to talk about the fasting.
2: So fitness is actually very, very simple. There's, you know, you're trying to do two things, right? Support muscle growth, build muscle and stay lean or lose fat. So as far as gaining muscle, what really is required is progressive overload. You have to get stronger. If you're lifting 80-pound incline dumbbells, we got to get you to 85, Mm -hmm. to 90. That will trigger an increase in muscle growth. Now, as a natural, the idea of being in the gym every single day, two hours a day, an hour a day, and training Actually causes more muscle protein breakdown than build up. Um, it can very easily cause more breakdown. So I actually find for naturals, when you lift very heavy and you do a little bit less, and you because if you train, if you do on five sets of this exercise, seven, eight exercises, it's so much. It's hard to pour in pure focus and intensity. So I find by doing less, really focusing on like key lifts, pushing hard on each set, it's easier to hit personal records. You create the perfect amount of fatigue breakdown. Your body has enough time. To replenish To rebuild So I For the longest time Was lifting three days a week And I was doing You know Four or five exercises Pushing hard Tracking my workouts And I got way better results Doing that Than training four or Five even six days a week wow. And every workout Became a game I was, I was just breaking Personal records And all of that Now I lift twice a week Wow I do really? two, two lifts a week I do some walking I may do a little boxing um, And that's literally it Damn But two, twice a week Fucking so up.
1: it's a mixture of that and the mixture yeah. of obviously like the eating of course
2: the e- and the eating again so if you want to optimize for fat loss and, and leanness it's really about your calories yeah you got to keep the calories in a bit of a deficit mm-hmm. um, to get leaner and that means you need to understand how many calories you burn which it's very easy to predict based on your how big you are in your activity um and then you got to be eating a little bit you don't want to go too low is also if you go too low, your testosterone levels can go down. If you burn 2,600 calories and you're like telling me I'm going to eat 1,600 calories a day, I'm going to say absolutely that's not the move. Yeah. You know, eat 2,200, 2,300. Okay. Um, and then you got to get enough protein to support muscle growth. And you do want to have a balance. Like I don't believe in any of like this super low fat, super low carb. You always will support the highest level of testosterone when you have a balance of fats and carbs both are required for hormonal function um so i like to eat a balance and i focus on lean meats fruits veggies potatoes eggs stuff like that and then i like to fit in 20 percent whatever i want chocolate Mm -hmm. cookies so i keep my calories dialed in like say 2300 and then i might eat like you know 18 1900 calories of whole food and i have an extra 400 calories of whatever i want
1: just fuck around yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you know what
2: like Honestly, I have a lot less willpower than people give me credit for. (laughs) (laughs) They probably see you this guy. This guy probably eats perfect. They think, I know, they think I have way more willpower than I do. So like I, if I just try to eat perfectly clean, you know. You wouldn't enjoy life, bro. I I wouldn't enjoy life. And like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll be like, man, like I I didn't hit the spot. So I'm going to eat more calories of healthy stuff to try and feel satisfied. But, Whereas if I just have that little bit of chocolate I can fit in,
1: yeah.
2: I'm like, okay, I'm cool at 23, but if I don't have it, I'm like hitting 28, 29, 3000. Yeah, so man. when I, when I did different, like very pure healthy diets, like the paleo diet, stuff like that when I was younger, I would, I wouldn't hit that sweet spot. And then I would just kind of keep eating. And then I'd kind of end up, cause I have a bit, dude, I can eat so much. <laughs> yeah. I can eat a lot. So I could easily eat like well over 3000 calories, trying not to eat that much. Uh-huh. Um, So I just found programming that, that little bit of, you know, and you got to be careful. Like if there's certain foods, if I try and eat it, I'm going to go back for seconds. But yeah. if I have like a little chocolate almond bar, a little Magnum ice cream bar, eat that few hundred calories and I'm like, I'm good. I feel yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you attest some
0: of your success to that? I mean, just making something realistic for people yeah. instead of fucking so hard.
2: Yeah. Which you know I think what? a lot of people do out there. And what? that's the kind of the main thing is that like, a lot of people that have kind of percolated to the top in fitness are like, you know, bodybuilders and extreme like fitness people yeah. that are doing competitions and can be, they're completely rigid, but even them, they know it. They, they screw up a lot. Yeah. No one is a hundred percent perfect a hundred days in a row. It's they Yeah. They mess up. They binge eat. They do contests. They gain 25 pounds. They, they're running down this rabbit hole and their, their mental health is pretty fragile. It's yeah. pretty. A lot of those people that they're, they're very, very fragile. I will be upfront honest. I, every time I've done an intense cut, even now, I'll still have a day where I kind of screw up a little bit, yeah. you know? But the main thing is that like, we're human, you know, and when I coach my clients, I have, I have clients that I coach in my coaching program. And I, one of the first lessons I tell them is, look, I am not coaching robots. I'm coaching human beings. So yeah. I actually do not yeah. expect any of you to be perfect 100 days in a row. I've never been perfect 100 days in a row. The main thing is that, you know, the main thing is that, you know, let's dial this in, let's make it a lifestyle. Let's hit the, be in the ballpark, once every couple of weeks you know you might go a little bit over don't worry still accept headed it in it. the right direction yeah the, yeah the worst thing that people do is they are so rigid like a like a, like imagine if a, buildings are built to sway a little bit yeah. right mm-hmm. um but they're so damn rigid and they're like i have to hit this i have to eat yeah. perfect and then sure enough willpower is a finite reserve it runs down sure enough they give in they eat something and instead of being like you know what I went over a little bit. It's not the end of the world, you know, yeah. went over, like I'm still in the deficit or, you know, I still have tomorrow, you know, I'm just going to be at maintenance today. Let's just keep rock and rolling. I feel good. Like I, you know, I enjoyed this extra freaking, you know, this extra bit of food. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I feel a little bit better, but I'm going to get back on tomorrow. Instead of doing that, which is actually what you want to do, they'll be like, up i I ruined the whole day I ruined the week i'm a failure why did i do this i watched the movie the whale which is a very very good movie yes yeah yeah, you see that one yeah yeah, yeah. and it goes into sort of like the psychology of the binging it can Mm -hmm. get wrapped into the motions that's why earlier when i was telling you like if you lose five pounds like i'm the you got to keep reinforcing it. if you let your mind slip in a negative place it will hold you back to to the person that you that you were so Mm -hmm. i uh so i kind of have to coach people to like literally if you mess up, be chill. You're only human. Like, let's learn from it. Okay, why did, what happened? Hey, you know what? Maybe you've been in a deficit for a while and your body actually needs more calories. Certain yep. hormones, right? If you're cutting for very, very long, there's a hormone called leptin that will start to plummet, right? Mm-hmm. And when that plummets, it's very easy to eat tons and tons of food, right? Mm-hmm. It's very easy to go, like, because when I used to have, when I used to try and diet way too hard when I was 19, 20, I would literally, uh, I, would, uh, I already had a decently low body fat. So when I restrict my calories too much, I could eat like 70,000 calories. I felt like I had zero control, (laughs) but it it was a hormonal thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like
0: that you said too, you said willpower like eventually runs out as well. That's, I never heard that before. That's, that's Yeah, willpower. <laughs> willpower. Like, oh, it all makes sense he, now. He, <laughs> he, <laughs> it all makes everything, everything sense
1: makes Life makes
2: even, sense even like, even like, uh, you know, making decisions every day. You make too many decisions. Like a lot of extremely wealthy people, they just wear the same shit every day. Yeah. They yeah. eat the same, either they skip breakfast or they eat the same breakfast every day. I try and eliminate a lot of menial decisions,
1: you yeah. know? That's like Steve Jobs. That was his thing. He wore the same jeans and shirt and shoes every day because he's like, I have super important decisions to make and whatever. What, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna wear should just be—it was like a well, uniform. It's, it's mental so space, that, right? right? You gotta, I, you
2: gotta decide where you're gonna use it on. And certain people in business, like certain people, I, I've seen them become control freaks, and they don't let their people, their team, actually like feel free to actually make. Uh, uh, if someone asks me a question, I'm like, bro, you decide. Yeah, you. I don't. know You pick. <laughs> bro, I, trust I don't want to make decision. Decision. Yeah, yeah. you decide. You really, decide whatever you want. I, had, I, had the, I literally had a Zoom I call wanna, today
1: like, about this, where I'm like, yo. To, to our team because we. Unless also a girl eating. asks you, uh,
2: where are we going for dinner?
1: Don't talk. You better decide. You better decide that. No, I'm speaking to that. I actually want to talk a little bit about your business in general. Yeah. I want to know um, a few things, a few questions. I have. Uh, how big is the team? Yeah. How many people work work? Uh, you know, on 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 the business. Um, and then I'm curious, like. What's your best product? Which thing brings you the most revenue? And we'll kind of go from Yo, there we're
2: back. giving away my secrets. Man. These are my secret. <laughs> 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 I'm just they still won't do it. They still won't do it. They still won't do it. Um, so my team right now, it's kind of, um, I have about four guys in Toronto, um, nice. that work with me behind the scenes. I have uh, three or four different people that I film and, and shoot and do content with. Um, I have, you know, a customer service team as well of like five people. Um, I have, um, right now, it's actually kind of crazy, but I have a few different advertising teams. Wow, um, cool. Some in California and and Colorado um, that run different ads for different offers. Um, um, I'll leave it at that. You know, yeah. I don't know if I can keep all of them, but yeah. if they're watching this, we're keeping you all. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, know, know. <laughs> you know what? Someone's getting cut by next <laughs> month. Yeah, somebody's you guys, done. You gotta perform cut well. Fat. We got <laughs> we to <gotta, laughs> cut the fat. Okay, um, but I have a few different ad teams right now, just kind of just kind of testing what, what's best. Um, and then I have, you know, I have a, a coaching offer, right? Um, so you can actually work with me, my team of coaches and sort of, instead of just doing my program, you actually get like to be in my little bit of an inner circle. And with that coaching offer, we have, you know, people, um, we have, we have a team of guys, six, seven, eight guys that are calling up my customers, checking in with them, um, seeing if they need extra support. And then we have like our, you know, a team of four or five movie star body consultants that are taking on these calls and and and, wow. and seeing if they're a good fit for my coaching program. So like all in all, um and I, I'm sure I'm leaving people out. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what my like bro, I don't I, yeah, yeah. I know a lot no, less about operation? my business people that's think. What, I'm just like, bro, just give me I'm shooting some shoot some videos, or will do some social media. Yeah. You guys, you know figure it uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys figure yeah. it out. Let me know. If I if I miss anyone, I apologize, you know.
1: Um And then in terms of like, obviously, your business has a bunch of different avenues of revenue. Which one would you say is your most lucrative, brings in the most?
2: So, like, the programs were, like, extremely lucrative for a very long time. Like, there was quite a few years where it was, like, felt like I was printing money, to be honest with you. I literally felt like this is... This is printing money. It's gotta be illegal. Yeah, like, like, and then you not, saw Canada and you're like, no, yeah. they're
0: printing money. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: they're printing <laughs> They're fucking, <whatever. laughs> fucking But um <laughs> so that did extremely well for a very, very long time. Um uh and then like I'd say like the very first summer, uh the very first like um uh summer um of like when things were locked down, right? Um that's like was like the peak. And then after that, you know, that hasn't been as big of a part of the business. It still does well. Um, it still does quite well, but nothing like it did before. Um, and the internet business has changed very constantly. Yes, Advertising gets more and more and more and more competitive. So to like, to for me to spend a bunch of money every day on running like a an offer to a workout program is going to be hard to really scale and compete um, in some capacity. Um, but the definitely, the, and I have a clothing line too, right? And I, I haven't yes. really mentioned it. Clothing line is cool. Yeah. I don't do it to make money. I do it for me. I like the stuff that we make. The Kino Warriors, they transform. They You're get some cool right stuff. This is, it. This, is, this is our sick like pants. Yeah, are like, so comfy. This is one of the shirts we did. That shirt sure looks like, so this, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You, know what, you know what it is? I'll go shopping. I'll go find some sick thing. And I'm a very simple guy. If I find something I love, I want to wear it again and again. Yeah, yeah. And then it's gone. I, so I, I find the cool shit I like. I give my boy Dev in it. I'm like, bro, this is sick. Let's tweak this. Yeah, and then I just have it for whenever I want. Yeah, yeah. Dev so Hamilton, no Dev Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out, out shout out, Dev, out man, Daddy Dev, <laughs> <Yeah>. Daddy
0: Dev. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. But it also helps, obviously, your brand and stuff. I'm sure it's brand. a lot of people
2: that see and, and like when guys transform their body, they, they start to look like movie stars. They can wear my clothing. They know it mm. fits well. They know if they go on a date, they walk down the street, they look good. Um, but that's more for fun. Obviously, like the supplement business is like what's really cool. The supplement business is like. A, you know, with a clothing line, look, you can buy it, it might not fit you well. Yeah. You maybe you like this shirt, you don't like that. The supplement, I'm a simple guy. Supplements, you know, you make one product, you make it amazing, people like it, they take it. You don't need to do new colors. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. we are not yeah. doing any new mojo colors. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. It's very, you know, and they and they they love it. Like if if you buy a shirt you love, you might not need to buy another shirt for six months, a year, yeah, right? Yeah, and, so with the supplement, you know, you take it and you want to keep getting the benefits, keep getting the results, keep feeling amazing. You take it every month. So it's like, you know, you have to work hard to get that customer, but that customer is staying for they a stay long forever, time. Yeah. And I've tested like, you know, and I, I've done like the pre-workout, the collagen protein, a couple of little like workout muscle building supplements like that. And then we did like a brain supplement, which, you know, I really like taking the brain supplement and, you know, we launched it and like people liked it. It did well. But like when I launched like our mojo and our latest supplement night show, like people like i can see the difference if i post about something i can see like the numbers yeah. and when i when i post about like mojo or nitro and i think that's the kind of my brand guys want to they want to look hotter if you see my transformations say, yeah they not even just their body their face they look yeah, yeah. They, they look way better and so guys that they, they want to look better they want to be more attractive they want to like have that mojo they want to have that extra blood flow in the gym and in the bedroom yep. so like the mojo and nitro just Crushing, flies. We, eh? we sold we ordered nitro to last us for months and it sold out in like a few weeks wow yeah so and, and all your stuff is just online right now right it's completely and absolutely online um and uh you know so right now with mojo and nitro the challenge has been keeping it on the shelves so we're doing bigger and bigger orders and even you know we did like a fifth order of mojo and like And we have inventory now, but like we've, every order, we've increased the order size substantially and it's still sold out and we just got it back in. Um, so we, we're, we're just working on keeping it in in the shelves now at a certain point, we're going to look at, uh, potentially going in stores, but like we do great just kind of marking it, um, on my brand, yeah. yeah, paid traffic, stuff like that. But, um, but, uh. I am definitely open to getting it in stores. I have a lot of customers say, man, I'd love to buy it in stores and stuff like sure, that. Yeah. Um, although I know like 2022, like I buy all my shit online. Yeah. I don't yeah. even want to go into a store. True. You know, I just like, I like to, I like packages showing up my house randomly. Yeah. Boom. You know, up, like, you know what like, it is, like you're, you're like going like to feel, yeah, you're going to feel <laughs> way happier. Like just, You know, on a Tuesday, you're chilling, you're working from home, a package comes, you open it up, it's Mojo! "Mojo, Let's go! go. So online, can people, like is it a
0: one-time purchase or is it like subscription-based?
2: Yeah, so you have two options. You can buy it one time or if you want to save, you know, 20, 25%, you can join my subscription. And the cool thing with subscription is because we sell it a lot, we always make sure that Um, We don't oversell so that everyone that's on subscription keeps getting their bottles every month or two months, whatever. Just allocate a bunch just for your subscribers, boom. Exactly, so- I'm gonna hook you guys up. Yeah, I got to try this. Okay. Shit, I might bro. OD on it, bro. Yeah, I might. Oh, yeah, you know what's funny? It's 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 three caps a day. Yeah. But I've been fucking motherfucking four capping it. I'm a four capping it. I'm in Miami. We four capping. Yeah, cap yeah four you have to. Don't be quad, quad capping at all. <laughs> quad no, I'm.
1: Uh, I'm curious, like f- from a business perspective. Maybe you know the answer. Maybe you don't. But do you have an idea of like to date? Let's say from when you first started Kino Body, uh. Like revenue, like what's your like to date revenue?
2: Oh, combined, combined of everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could. I mean, I started in twenty eleven. Um, wow. you know, we didn't do our first mill until uh, uh, I think year five. Okay. okay. Which is um, still fucking unreal. The, all the first four years combined was maybe like three hundred, and then uh, I think it was like fifty mil or something like that. Wow. Um, Good for you, by, bro. Amazing. But, like. I will be honest these last few months I've two and a half x my company. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, so like wow. it's 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 okay. the numbers what do you, you test
0: that too. Like what's what's that? what's the reason for that? Um I just like
2: you know what? I just like I just you know, my girlfriend and I, we broke up and I was like I guess time to go back to You're work. Dialed, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. Just, I was no, I was doing fine, you know what? I was doing fine. I I actually um I started working with um you know, a good friend of mine. You started helping with the coaching offer, which has okay. done very, very well, and clients are getting amazing results. I launched the Mojo. I've been going harder on content. I've been putting in like putting in a hundred percent, and uh, and you know the stars are aligning right now. But I feel it's like in business, you, like bro. when that's when a, you've been going, unreal. when
1: yeah. you've been going for ten plus years, yeah. Yeah. you have those moments of like you're fucking super dialed. And then it kind of dies a bit, Then you got to get fucking dialed again, and it'll die a well, bit. Even but the that's, first that's four normal. years, you said
0: three hundred. You know what? It was a thousand, and then all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. So like th- during those 3 4 years you could have easily
2: said like ah oh, I'm not doing as well as I thought. Right. In but- yeah, my first year I made 10 grand, the second year I made 30 grand and I I was I was like bro I'm improving, we're getting yeah. better. Yeah, and everyone around me was like yo you're making like what? 10 grand? Like like dude this isn't going to work <laughs> That's out. That's when they bro. were saying go to school and shit. Yeah, right? go to school, <laughs> you know, you're making, you know, how are you going to do this? I mean, I had, I have to give credit where credit's due. There's been a couple like different family friends that were supportive. You know, I remember, hey. you know, uh, shout out to Bill O'Payden in LA, but um, I linked up with him quite a bit when I was in LA. And I remember like at the time I was young and I was, I got to four, 4,000 bucks a month online and he's extremely successful, very, very successful. And he was like, oh shit. Okay. You're, mm-hmm. you're making some money online. You know, it was like, okay, you're, you're doing something. Like nice. he, he's, he, he says like, that's real. Um, and then like, you know, another, another kind of Another, another kind of person um, was just like, he was like, dude, like, you know, because like, it's you do you do get support. Because yeah. I get these envelopes from ClickBank coming in with, my, and he's like, bro, I've seen all these people try to make money on in, online. You're the only person that actually gets checks <laughs> from the internet, <laughs> even though it's like a few hundred bucks. Yeah, like, That's yeah. incredible. So yeah. there was some support, yeah. um, but... but uh, for the most part. Yeah, for so the well. most part, until, you know, until like I had legitimately had people like working for me, and like I had I was hiring employees until my business was like very validated, until I had motherfucking lawyers, motherfucking mm. accountant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's when she fees, gets real lawyer fees, you know, That's until all that real. stuff. Like, you know, um, my mom was definitely the hard, most hardest to turn around. She was in her head, she's like, you know, um, my you know, my husband or her father yeah, isn't yeah. here. It's my kind of job to like really be hard on him. And she was like, "You need to go to school." That was like kind of what was drilled into her brain. You know, yeah. But also, my grandma Patsy, she passed away quite recently. Sorry, you um, Grandma that. Patsy. She uh, she was like, you know. Gregory, she was telling my mom, Gregory's just like his father. He's what he's doing. He's yeah. amazing. Like she, she, you know, she could oh. see it. Maybe she's a little bit outside of the trees, sort of. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, she, she is actually in a couple of my YouTube vlogs when I was much younger, and people loved her. So Grandma, Grandma Patsy, Patsy, baby. She, Grandma Patsy, Grandma Patsy black and white, says it how it is. What a beauty. She was even chirping me in one of my vlogs. She was <laughs> like, she's like, Greg, you're using um ah. Don't use um and ah it's like true. just <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. true, though. It's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. How, how important are those? are those like two, three people that support you at the beginning? Like, you know what? It really, it really, really helps. I think like yeah. you. it's when you're, especially when you're that young, in some sense, you are looking for a little bit of validation, a little yeah. bit of approval. Like you're kidding yourself if you don't care about that at all. Of course, We're human beings. Of we want a little bit. We need, bit of, it. We need, we need it, a little yeah. bit. I think like maybe it's funny because like that little bit of um those people that gave me support, I really appreciate it. But sometimes, you know, sometimes it can also be like, the negative support that motivates you. Like I think yeah. even, I think my mom, obviously like I think her style of kind of being hard on me maybe made me want to work even she harder to prove her, to prove it. Like, yeah. But she kind of like, the, she started to give me validation when her friends and family friends were like, oh my God, it's amazing. The mm-hmm. the, the, the guys that, you know, he's transforming all these people. It's insane. I saw this interview. I saw this. And then my mom, but, that, but like it took a very, very long time. But I think like the, because the, here's the thing, like, this idea that you're going to drop out of school, you're going to start an online business and everyone should be like, amazing. Good job for you. is complete bullshit. Like you're never going to get that. Yeah. You, you want, you actually want people to say, dude, this is a mistake. You can't do it because if you need everyone around you to support you, you weren't built out for it anyway.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Right. That's going to hurt a lot of people straight up. (laughs) (laughs) I,
2: I knew it down to my bones, like in my blood. I'm like, I know what I want to do. Yeah. I'm waking up. I know this is my path. Okay. I don't like, I don't care if those that love me around me are trying to tell me, Hey, I don't think this is the right move. That's fine. I'm going to do it anyway. But if you're that susceptible and mm-hmm. that malleable that like your mom telling you, you need to go to school. But I also meet a lot of kids at university. And I'm like, why are you even in school? yeah my my parents <laughs> bro it's yeah. your fucking life yeah, yeah it's your yeah, life yeah. it's your four years escape the matrix bro escape the matrix <laughs> man escape the Fucking oh. matrix. even yeah.
0: even like i want to get into like just the fitness industry as a whole obviously like i i personally think it's getting super saturated online with the amount of like fitness yeah. influencers trainers blah 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 even even trainers making programs is there like common mistakes that you see being made out there in today's day in so, you know,
2: I will be honest when I first started hitting the online scene, uh, like people didn't even know what fat loss was. Yeah, Literally people didn't even know what fat loss True. was. I will be honest. I was one of the very first people um, being extremely clear cut on YouTube. This is how you create fat loss. The idea that calories don't matter is completely wrong. Mm. 50 years of research shows us it matters when you actually do proper studies where you're not giving people self-reported intakes. Um, and common sense dictates that if if we all got captured in, uh, in some faraway country and we were prisoners and they gave us, you know, three or four Twinkies a day for a month. We know we're not getting fat. Yeah. Yeah. We know we can be starving even though we're having sugar and and, and stuff like that. So we understand the calorie balance. We all, uh, but I also, you know, again, people have a hard time taking responsibility. So they make the wrong, they make the wrong, uh, conclusion. Right. So they're, so they try and do a low calorie diet. They try and eat perfectly healthy. Right they aren't honest themselves that every four days they eat four and a half thousand calories and they're like, yeah, I I was starving myself so I gained weight. No, you were depleting yourself and then every fourth day you ate so many calories to make up for the days you were... If you just would have taken it in a smaller... Deficit just to lose a pound a week, even yeah. three quarters of a pound a week, and got enough protein lifted, you would lean down uh, completely. So the calories matter, but people go around go around it the wrong way. Um, but that was a big myth. Um, fasting. When I started talking about fasting, everyone was yeah. like, "This is complete. This is terrible for you. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna and then I I was probably the mo- most. There were people that came before me. Credit where credits due. That talked about fasting. Who I learned from. I was completely the most prolific on fasting yes. as far as YouTube views. My Bruce Wayne video had 50 plus million paid views, yeah. three million views. The, the content I no one was talking about fasting in any sort of capacity, and then they all kind of came around later. Yeah. Um, and they definitely like you know credit to them as well. But as far as like what actually created that initial movement of fasting, um, there was a guy Martin Burkhan who definitely had more of like a fringe website, fringe following, who really did an amazing job, um, breaking down a lot of the the, the a lot of the bullshit miss and very scientific um and that was very very helpful brad pilon ori Hoffmeckler, but as far as like what actually who actually got the most amount of people to actually start fasting to take that step well, fucking me in terms of fasting though too
0: because like i mean i was doing it for a bit i like i try to do it i feel good when i do it you know yeah is there is there a right way to do it like i was reading something the other day and it's like people fast
2: for the morning, but people fast in the afternoon. Is there a, is there a right
0: way to do this? So what
2: I believe, um, is there's people can make it very, very complicated. I think the most amount of benefits, uh, you will get is just simply pushing that first meal of the day, a few hours into the day. Yeah. So what time do you guys wake up at? I probably like, I'm, I'm between like, like five, seven, seven thirty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's just say 8am. Yeah. Keep yeah. it simple. So instead of eating at eight, 8am, 8 830, push it till noon. Yeah. Um. And in Ori Hofmelter's book, Warrior Diet, hit the whole kind of thesis is that human beings, our hunter gatherer ancestors, were wired to fast and forage during the day, eat light, be in that sympathetic nervous system, which you're you're alert, you're focused. Like I'm doing this podcast like completely fasted. If I had an octane, if I had some of this happy dad, happy dad, it's <laughs> pretty nice. Um. But I'm pretty much in that sympathetic nervous system. My body's not digesting food. Um. When you eat a big Thanksgiving dinner. You get really tired, mm-hmm. right? So the whole idea is to keep yourself in sort of that alert, focused, fastest state for the first half of the day, and then kind of tip into higher calories, more food in the evening. I find that to be like beautiful. That's what we're wired for. You get and I wake up. I have coffee. I have octane. I just want to work. Yeah. yeah. If I eat breakfast, I'm lazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lazy. And then when I eat dinner at night, big dinner, I want to socialize. I want to chill. I want a massage, Nice, you know, (laughs) So I find that strategy amazing. I've met some people that like eat breakfast and stop eating at four and go to bed without having food in six hours. You guys are fucking weirdos. (laughs) Those are sociopaths.
0: But there are people that will argue
2: that breakfast is the most important meal. I'm Um, sure you've got that a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But like, I I don't (laughs) see any, like, I don't see any sort of research behind that assertion. That's just like a myth. Look, ultimately, if it's fat loss that we're talking about, it's obviously about being in a calorie deficit. Now, the way to do that is whatever is the easiest way for you to eat the 2,300 calories a day. Is it eating breakfast? Is it eating lunch, skipping dinner? Is it fasting, eating lunch and a big dinner? Is it eating every two to three hours and small meals? Um, But the problem, like that, here's why I prefer not to eat breakfast, okay? So basically, when you wake up, um, cortisol levels. Are at its highest now. Yep. Cortisol is not inherently bad, right? Just like nothing, no body process is inherently bad. Um, cortisol is known as the stress hormone, but it also ca- helps keep you alert, okay. and it's also it's also like a breakdown. It's mm. it's a catabolic hormone, so it actually cortisol can actually be you know it helps you break down body fat, right? Okay. Um, and so in the morning now, when you have high insulin and high cortisol, right? That's not the best combination okay. because insulin creates storage right, with yeah. with cortisol is not the best. Uh, so in the morning when you fast and cortisol levels are highest you also get an increase in growth hormone and then your insulin levels are low and it almost creates like the perfect state you know for 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 burning fat because you have okay. high growth hormone which actually helps preserve muscle protein you have low insulin your cortisol levels peak in the morning then they dip down and then you start to feed yourself later on so i find that style to work well i've also seen some research where basically they controlled two groups of people they had them basically eat their biggest meal, highest carb in the morning or the evening, and funny enough, the evening group, they had uh, retained more muscle, lost more fat, and had a, a lesser drop off, drop off of leptin, that hormone that helps you stay lean. Mm. So I, as far as my own experiences, my own personal experiences, as far as you know what I've seen, I'm working with clients, I find like our bodies are primed to wake up, to fast, to get stuff done, yeah. to drink coffee, uh, have a Kino Octane, uh, and then you can eat lunch, I eat a smaller lunch, a big feast, a little bit of dessert. And I like to work, it's like that whole the whole dopamine thing, right? So I actually like to, um, I like to be able to work hard and then look forward to a big feast. Yeah, that's
1: like your reward. That's my reward. Yeah, and that yeah. actually
2: builds the dopamine pathways. And if I wake up, do nothing, eat a big breakfast you yeah, know you're, it's you're just, just yeah. that's wrong yeah, there's yeah. one way to do fasting <laughs> yeah you don't eat breakfast you f- and then you know I, I i get so annoyed when people say yeah. well you know technically breakfast is break fast so even the first meal of the days breakfast <laughs> shut the fuck <laughs> up bro i mean okay i, mean, I never that's get crazy. laid <laughs> <That's crazy>. seriously <laughs> well technically your breakfast is breakfast. no shit
0: we all know this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how like fasting at night must be fun. like we we do the morning ones like the morning the morning you i was feel gonna say dialed, I, I, like, I have feel days dialed.
1: i have days man where i won't eat my first meal like i'll wake up One, at let's o'clock. say 7 7 30 no i have days where i'll go 3 4 p.m until wow. i have my first meal yeah but i get so much work yeah, yeah. done prior to that then I eat and then yeah, you go into that little bit of like lethargic state and then the work doesn't, isn't as easy to do at that point.
2: Yeah. So what I do is all like for my first meal, it's very strategic. I don't, okay. I eat maybe four or 500 calories, I stave off hunger, get some protein in yeah. and then uh, i have my substantial meal for dinner. Cool. So that way I, I still feel like I eat that meal. I still, I'm K-dush going it, Yeah. 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 Cause I used to eat like, you know, I used to eat like a bigger lunch and I feel exactly that way. And sometimes I eat a bigger lunch. Like I want to keep eating. Yeah. Like my brain is, it's very interesting. Like I, I'm like, I can be like all or nothing where it's yeah. like, you know, I'd rather just keep it light and then be able to eat the big feast. Yeah. I can't. And I have a big appetite. So I know how to like, I know how to famoose the goose. I know how yeah. to keep <laughs> myself lean. You know, I know how to, I've learned these tricks. I, I took a long time to figure out even for dinner. Sometimes if I'm making dinner, I'll have some steaks and broccoli and then I'll wait like 30, 45 minutes, put on a TV show, eat my potatoes. And the whole meal is extended where if I yeah. eat everything in 10 minutes, I'm like, yeah. kind of want to keep snacking. It's true. Yeah. Fuck
0: dropping gems right now.
2: Dropping gems. Y'all Jeez. better get fit as fuck. After Y'all this all better, episode, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, we, we have a famous question, but before we ask you the famous question, yeah. I have one more question.
2: But just to, to, to finish that last point about like, you know, whichever way is more enjoyable for you. Yeah. So if you want to eat breakfast and you feel great eating breakfast and you don't need to eat late at night and that's your style then go and do that. Um, you can, I can sometimes eat an hour before bed. Uh-huh. Um, it's fine as long as you hit your calories. The idea that eating late is going to cause fat storage is wrong. If you're in a deficit, you're in a deficit. Also, if you eat at night, um, people are like, Oh, well, you won't get that boost in growth hormone. Growth hormone actually comes up in a pulse like fashion. So you get, you can eat an hour before bed. You can uh-huh. eat five, six hours before bed. The main thing is do whatever is most enjoyable for you. Yeah. So if you want to try my style and you love it, amazing. If you prefer to eat breakfast or five meals, do whatever allows you to eat a calorie deficit and stick to it because ultimately that's going to be the most important for your overall health and your, and, and you know, and your body fat. And if you want, if you're trying to fast all day and you do this long fast, but then you eat 4,000 calories, you're not going to get leaner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just want to make that very, very clear. No, it's
1: okay. They, yeah. Listen, the stuff you're giving, they should be paying for eh? it. should be paying. <laughs> so, yeah. It's okay. We're getting it for free today, but I'm, I'm curious. What is next for you? What is next for the brand? What is next for the company?
2: got it um so things are in a very very good position with like the coaching the mojo the night show like everything's lined up like i've it takes me a lot to really launch a new product mm-hmm. like there's tons of things uh, team's like oh we could do this this i'm like i prefer not to unless i really 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 want it and i'm like i want it i want it this is really impactful then i don't want to do a product so I have, as it stands right now, I am going to be building out a women's coaching program and more, more women's stuff. But outside of that, there's not much I want to launch or create. Like I feel very good with, I, you know, maybe that will change in a year or two, but for now, like, again, it just, it takes me so much to actually want to create a new product. Um, I actually like planning on, you know, doing a bit more content, doing a bit more coming on podcasts, having fun. Um, maybe do your own pod maybe do oh, my you know what I've, I've the been people saying people need it man I'll be
1: honest you're, I you're like a you good could speaker go you're a good all speaker day, dude.
2: I, I, you know, yeah you know what though Like, I, if it's just me you need someone to bounce off I need off someone of? to okay. bounce off okay. of. Like, you guys are Dude, I <laughs> love this interview man, yeah, you guys are great <laughs> you guys are great yeah and, you know listen yeah.
1: we, like, the, the point is to have you on and we just want to keep feeding you the yeah. kind of points to keep you rolling like I said the shit you've been saying people should be paying for so yeah. I this I mean, might go on our Patreon you you To pay, pay for send a donation. no but that that's cool yeah I think I think, uh, I think a, a podcast for you would be great I think a lot of people can you, get you that You know you know what I was
2: even going to do I was just going to like go on a podcast and then just get all the have my editors and team get all those clips and just start pumping them up that's the main juice is the clips the clips which will Kino click <laughs>
1: exactly yeah. no which which we'll hook you up with but I know uh, what you're saying about the
0: products too you don't want to spread yourself too thin no also, I, I, I like to keep it simple yeah you know and,
1: and we like to say shout out John Shahidi for this said when you strike oil just keep drilling yeah, and yeah. so if if you strike oil with what you currently have, just keep perfecting it to the point where there's like literally nothing else you
2: could do. Yeah. Me, my, you know. my brain works best when I'm, things are simple. And I'm hyper-focused. Yes. If I have to spin 10 plates and I've done that before, whatever, I just had a lot going on. I just like my brain kind of operates at a lower level when I'm like, like this, this, and this, just these three things, blinders yeah. on, then I start to really perform well. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: 100%. percent i locked in right now. Yeah. This guy got me <laughs> fired guy's fucking up. Dialed give it up. To yeah. Give it Tim. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen, we are, we have the famous question, okay? We are the MBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Okay. Do you believe money buys
2: happiness? Okay, great question. Great question. <laughs> Not bad, right? I, I believe like two things. One, you know, money can create freedom. I think freedom is very, very important for happiness. I think money can be a force multiplier. I think if your life sucks and you're miserable and you, someone gives you tons of money, it's not going to make you completely happy. Mm-hmm. I think like if you have the right head on your shoulders, uh, you have a good outlook, good positive attitude, you know, you care for people and then you have money, it can be a force multiplier. But if you're negative, always stressed out, um, not present to the moment, then, you know, you are good. Because here, like... Our brain always maintains homeostasis, right? So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, we're, we're born to achieve greatness, we're born for success, we're born to be happy. It's wrong. Yeah. What our brain is trying to do is just maintain how the way we see ourselves, the way our mind is operating, they want to maintain that. So, if all of a sudden I snap my fingers and someone is making 50 grand a year, now they're making 500 grand a year, 5 million for a short-lived moment for a few months, could be even longer, they're gonna be like, holy fuck, they're gonna be in freaking heaven. And every single problem, every single thought, everything will return, right? Even most people that win the lottery, they go broke in two, three years, right? So the thing is is to understand is that money is a tool. Money can be used to buy... it can be used for freedom. You can like, and, and when you start to recognize your highest values, the things you care about. Okay, man, like you love learning, you love leveling up. Okay, you got some money, you can hire this this boxing coach. You yeah. can do this. You can take your friends on a trip. If you know how to use money strategically, um, for those you care about and to support your highest values, it can be a good, good tool. Now, a lot of times, guys start to make money, right? And they look at social media, like, okay, well, I, I got. They try and do what other people are doing, yeah. yeah. And they stop honoring what actually makes them Their excited, values. right? Yes. I like to flex. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. You enjoy it. I don't mind Lambos, bro. I do it because I like it. But, and, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's amazing. But also like that's I like amazing. to I like to hire some coaches. Yeah. You know, I like to learn, I like to do stuff. But I, I have found myself like at some points when I had money, it was like I was maybe going out a little bit too much. I was going mm-hmm. and drinking, I'm like, these aren't my highest values. I thought you were doing this yeah, that is other pe- p- other people. But I'm like, I actually just have way more fun going out to a fun dinner, a couple friends, yeah. a beautiful date, a girl taking a girlfriend on vacation. I like that. I don't like to like, I don't love doing the club stuff yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, and yeah. um, $10,000 on, so on a booze. So you have to have. Like yeah. So the <laughs> thing about money to understand is one, right? Again, the way you see yourself, the way your mind works will always kick in. Whether you, whether you have $100 million in the bank, you will end up in the same place. So it's yeah. very, very important to get your mind right. Money is a tool you can use to buy freedom, but you have to be intelligent about it. You can use money the wrong way, you can use it the right way. So you have to actually know how to famoose the goose.
1: Famoose you, gotta, the goose.
2: you gotta understand your highest yeah. values and then be able to use money as a tool. But like mo- a lot of guys with money, like they're going out to what at the club, they're dropping 30 yeah. grand, bro. Yeah. There's better ways you can get way more value, yeah. you know, there's, but there's ways to use money, uh, very, very productively, um, and to make, but again, most people don't, most people have money. They, they, they don't like, I'm not talking about invest investment. I'm just talking about living the highest quality yeah. life experience. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways to like really build, uh, an amazing, uh, life with money. And I think everyone, I think as a man, everyone should get very focused on money. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very very important. I think, you know, unless you want to live in the woods, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very very important to get focused on making money. Yeah. Like when you're waking up, like focus on money. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, in the world we live on. in today, in the world we live in today, you want to be an alpha money is included whether you like it or not yeah, but in my opinion but
2: and then you should f- like find the pathway to make money that you love doing yes, right that's that's, that's, that's the big piece. yeah that's the key we always say right? two
1: things how you make the money is important what you do with the money yeah. those yeah. are the two
2: big we, we also say it amplifies broad. who you are exactly it amplifies you know it amplifies uh even like you know even um in a good or bad way even, it e- even this this past christmas right like i i had um you know i had sometimes i'll have a drink I'm, a margarita and I'll just feel sometimes <laughs> I'll feel generous, I'll feel nice. And you know, um uh, my aunt Annette, she's been uh extremely like caring for me even when I was a little kid. Uh like she bought me like Super Smash Bros That's when I was dope. like 6 nice. years old and she's not she's like never been like rolling in money, like you know. So she she like spent like $80 on sh- uh, we have 5 kids, so she's buying 5 people. So yeah. she's always been very very generous and uh and then she has a daughter, my cousin Caitlin, and like you know, and, and like I know she was saying like she really wants never been to Hawaii, really really wants to go to Hawaii. Or but actually you know that she that came out later. What she I I said, you know, I was feeling generous. I told Caitlin, I said, like, Hey, I said, like, Hey, uh, um, I'm gonna get you and your mom a vacation for Christmas. Where do you wanna go? I'm thinking like Mexico, Dominican, yeah. whatever, all inclusive, whatever. She's like, Oh my god, no way, no way. I wanna go to Hawaii. Hawaii's <laughs> like, Hawaii <is> like <laughs> if you're in Montreal, Hawaii's like it's a massive journey. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, we'll go to Hawaii. And I'm <laughs> like, uh, and I'm like, okay, Hawaii, all right. And I'm like, I'm looking at resorts, and I'm like, fuck, I just got to go all. I'm like, here are the different options. She's like, Ritz Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, boom. <laughs> and I'm like, like five, six days. Uh, can we do eight? I'm like, okay, done. And then I was so, but but I felt very good. I yeah. felt very very good. Yeah. I uh, but that again, that's like you know for Christmas. I Annette, my aunt and my cousin, they're doing a beautiful trip to Hawaii, and that's like away you know i could spend that amount of money on something else mm-hmm. but it wouldn't give me the fulfillment then you know yeah, you well to, yeah. even uh, who said it pitbull right yeah he said money buys happiness you just have to give it away yeah right very yeah. crazy right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah very very cool it's good to like you know it's good to you can't be too scarce it's good to once in a while like you know i'm, I'm, I'm not the most generous person ever yeah you know uh but once in a blue moon i'll, I'll feel a little bit of generous generosity yeah, amazing, amazing, bit, you have to yeah. it feels yeah. good it feels yeah. good you know you got to give back 100%. What a fucking show, eh? Woo, Jay, Thanks wow, for Jay having what, what did we yeah, run? Yeah, how, how long
1: it. we running here? Hour 45. Oh, Woo! All, okay, all right. Sick. Peter, my man. Yeah, that flew by, man. Dude. <laughs> appreciate that, brother. Honestly, thank you Hell for yeah. having it's us. going to inspire a lot of people. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we'll, we'll toss up all your fucking, yeah, yeah, all your IGs, it. all your links, everything. Toss um, the mojo up there, toss too. the mojo up. We'll do that. Um, But guys, if you made it this far, we love you. Appreciate it. Let me know. DM me. You guys have been doing that a lot. I love that. DM me. Let me know. Yo, Ant, I made it to the end, brother. And if you have made it to the end, obviously do that. Like, subscribe, do the duties, comment, let us know what you think. Sign up, grab yourself some fucking get mojo. Get fucking mojo. All right?
2: Get the freaking Kino <laughs> mojo.
1: Okay? That's that's pretty much all we got to say. Um, but well, yeah, we're, we're in Miami, so we got to go. We got yeah, yeah. to get straight to business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, right? but yeah. Once again, thank you, man. We appreciate, appreciate it, it honestly. And uh, Jay? Bro.
2: Hell yeah. Oh.